and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, along with Larry Baker, Centura High School football coach, who came so close to not working with me uh, for, for the next couple of days. Uh, so uh, one went away from making the playoffs. We'll probably talk about that later on in the night. But eight-man football gets underway today. D1, D2, there's already some games in the book. Some have kicked off. We'll take a look at that. Also want to let you know that we have four games on our radio stations tonight, and you can listen to any of those four at PlatteRiverPreps.com. First off, 6 o'clock kickoff on ESPN 1460 as Amherst is at Sutherland. That's the 8-9 matchup. Uh, Amherst has seen they're out of this district uh, where they saw both of these teams. Amherst started 3-1 and one, but then dropped four consecutive games, including to both of these schools. And uh, Sutherland uh, setting out there uh, trying to get the victory against uh, Amherst. Our pregame is at 5:45. kickoff at 6 on ESPN 1460. Then 7 o'clock kickoffs tonight. Kennesaw has a rematch with Twin Loop on 1230 KHAS. And then on the breeze, 94.5, Giltner will be at Overton. That'll be an interesting one. Giltner has kind of got it handed to him by teams that are ranked in the top 10. And then they've handled everybody else pretty uh, easily. Overton's only loss this year came to Kennesaw. So uh, that... That'll be an interesting one to uh, to watch, and we'll take a look at a couple of scores uh, elsewhere. But, Larry Baker, uh, man, I wish you were still playing football, but it's good to have you here again. Yeah, no question. You know that I'd rather be playing, Doug. But you and I uh, meet up here when the weather gets cold every year, and we're going to get a good football game tonight. It's a odd deal to finish your season and come right back and play the same team again. And, of course, we know that Loop City and Elm Creek are going to do just that tonight. And it's one of those deals, sometimes when you lose the game, you're on the way home and go, God, I just wish we could play them again next week. Well, Elm Creek's going to get their wish. Well, and of course, uh, where you play those games, how you play those games, and we'll hear from the coaches, Mike Scott, Arcadia Loop City, and Chase Doolin from Elm Creek. And Elm Creek uh, has had some playoff success over the years. They uh, tried to make a deep run the last couple of years, ran into a couple of buzz saws. And uh, for Arcadia Loop City, of course, last year at this time, they were getting ready for the 11-man C2 playoffs with hopes of making it to Lincoln. And with some injuries, uh, if they would have been healthy, they probably had that, uh, that chance. And the one thing about this year is, they are healthy where they weren't at the beginning of the year, in the middle of the year. Yeah, they lost uh, Caden Kusick last year, actually, in our game with them, along with Ty Calrus. Uh, they're all stater, Doug, and they weren't. They limped into the playoffs last year, I believe, as the number one seed in C2. That's not the case this year. They're finally hitting their stride. Moving from 11 to 8, man, is the hardest transition that you'll have in football. It's much easier to go from 8 to 11 than it is 11 to 8, and you saw that right off the bat for Loop City. They lost some games early to some decent teams, but their games they would not lose today. Loop City finally, I think, found their step in eight man. It's so hard in that when you come from eleven to eight, like your outside linebacker, for instance, in eleven man, in a lot of pass concepts, he might not have anything, maybe other than the flat. He could be a hook curl player. In eight man, he's also the corner. <laughs> so he has all of the pass concepts. So it is a much tougher deal. You have to be able to block and tackle in eight man because you don't get to hide behind the masses of humanity. And uh, so Loop City struggled with that just a hair to start the year. They look really good on film these last couple weeks. Well, and we talked about it and talked about it and talked about it. Let's face it, they're a five seed at four and four. That tells you something about how they played and who they've beaten this year. Yeah, no doubt and about who it. They got beat by, yeah, obviously. They've actually played a really good schedule uh, uh, in, in those spots. And it's just tough. You know, when they went to Fullerton to start the year, you're thinking your number one seed, C2. Coming back, you bring all those guys back, and then all of a sudden you just get whipped, and you turn around and go, what just happened? That's the eight-man, 11-man transition. 
we are nine weeks later right now, and this is a different team. Yeah, and, and we saw it about a decade ago when Blue Hill went from 11 to 8, man. They came out and played some state-rated teams uh, early on and got handled, and now we saw last year them making it into the state championship game. Yeah, and everybody talks about 8-man, eight eight, you know, you, if you could just go 8-man. You don't want to play 8-man, especially in central Nebraska, let me tell you, because it's a lot of slobber knocker football, and that's what we're going to get tonight. Doug, these two teams combined only have 141 passes through the 18 ball games they've played. And for Elm Creek to win tonight, and we'll get to some of those keys later, Elm Creek's going to have to be able to throw the ball tonight and complete the misses that they had last week. They would have been in that game last week, but they dropped some balls that they should have caught. Well, let's take a look at some of the scores that are already in on our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. In Class D1, Hemingford picking up a 60-14 win over Arapahoe, and Nebraska Christian beating Ainsworth 76-40. The winner of this game will play Hemingford next week. If it's Elm Creek, they get them at home. If it's Arcadia Loop City, they make the trip out west, and that's what we've got there in uh, the west half of D1. In the east half, at halftime, number one seed Creighton leads Southern 58 58- 28 and in the second quarter Lutheran High Northeast leads Elmwood Murdoch by a score of 16 to 8 in class D2 uh, just about ready to go final Lawrence Nelson is leading Juanita Palisade 25 to 8 at halftime Johnson Brock 60 Pender 3 also at halftime, Fall City Sacred Heart shutting out Why Not 28 to nothing. In the second quarter, it is Clearwater Orchard leading Brady 24 to nothing. Diller Odell an 8 nothing lead over Osmond, and they're just underway in the first quarter, but Bloomfield has already jumped out to a 22 to nothing lead over Meridian. And those are some of the scores on our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. You can follow along as well at PlatteRiverPreps.com. When we come back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, we will hear from the coaches. We caught up with Jace Doolin on the Doug and Daddy show earlier this week. We'll play that interview and then hear from Mike Scott of the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City here on Power 99. When you hear we go further, you think Ford. When you hear we sell service, you think Erickson Ford. Serving and supporting the communities of Arcadia and Loop City since 1972. Go Rebels! Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on Power 99. We had a chance to catch up earlier this week on the Doug and Daddy show with Elm Creek head football coach Jace Doolin as they get ready for tonight's matchup. And we welcome in the head football coach of the Elm Creek Buffaloes, Jace Doolin, as they get ready for that rare rematch of last week with Arcadia Loop City. And, Coach, thanks for the time. How are the Buffaloes today? Uh, Buffaloes are good. Uh, Getting practice going this week and uh, having a good week. Uh, Kids are really stepping up and uh, like the opportunity to 
on the rematch against Arcade Loop City and um, looking forward to playing them on Thursday. Well, let's not waste any time. Uh, let's give us the scouting report that you got ready, that what was different maybe from that when you actually played them last week. Um, there was uh, When we played them last week, they showed a formation that they hadn't really shown all week, so uh, we definitely included that in the scouting report make sure um, we uh, really get our guys lined up for it. Um, it was kind of an odd formation. They're just getting a, a really healthy quarterback back. And uh, before, they ran a lot of heavy. Um, they run the football hard. I, they really shocked us. Our kids weren't ready playing them last week with right away and how hard they come out and how low and how hard they run. They're a big team um, with almost six guys on their offensive, all offensive uh out of their eight that are over 200 pounds. Um, and so I think the kids uh, really kind of, after that game, um, coming into this week, are really motivated and want that, that revenge. How can you turn it around in such a short amount of time? I just got to get to work. Uh, I mean, it's, it's one of those that we preach here at Elm Creek. Uh, every week's different, when, especially when you get to the playoffs. All the records are zero and zero. Um, when you get to the playoffs, anything can happen. So uh, when we play our good football, when, we, when we're playing Elm Creek football, we, we've looked really good this year. Uh, we've competed with number one Burwell this year and uh, played really well against a, a lot of good teams. Um, and then we're just young, so sometimes you have a little bit of letdown. Um, so if we if we play well, the way we're supposed to and the way we know we can, um, I like our chances going into the playoffs. We're talking with Jace Dooland. Of course, Elm Creek has had a lot of success over the last few years as they get ready to take on Arcadia Loop City. We talked about uh, the Rebels' health, and we saw them a couple of times this year, uh, and most recently a couple of weeks ago when they uh, had the win over Amherst when, when they got Rodgers back and they got their quarterback and they were able to do a few more things offensively. This is a football team that uh, probably easily, without the injuries, would be six and two at the worst instead of four and four. What is your health situation? Uh, we're we're pretty healthy. Uh, it's a nice thing uh, going into this year. We that was one question mark was trying to stay healthy in our depth. Um, play a lot of two way players, and um, we have everybody that we started the year off uh, sending the starters off to you for the pregame, and uh, I've taken it from probably four weeks ago when we last had a radio coverage and uh, the change didn't change. Uh, that's the nice thing is when we play, uh, when you get to the playoffs in eight man or any level of football is it, it comes down to who's the healthiest team. Uh, so um, I like our situation. Uh, we have all our players playing and we got a good depth and it's really nice to have that when you get to the playoffs. Only five seniors on the entire roster. I want to go back to the beginning of the year when we talked, Jace. We knew that uh, you were going to be replacing some guys that had either graduated or moved or whatever the case may be, that uh, your offense might look a little different name-wise, uh, but Xavier Perez is probably going to get to 1,000 yards for the season uh, in this football game. Uh, did you have to change much offensively this year from what we've seen in the past? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, we we changed a little bit. Um, we got a lot more skill guys. Um, our offensive line is pretty thin. Uh, we don't have as many big guys uh, as we've had in the past. Um, so we're we're showing a little more with splitting the receiver out more times than not. Uh, so that's just it. But we're still running the football. We want to establish the run. We want to run. We want to set up our pass with the run. Um, and. That's that's where we got to start with uh, offensively. If we uh, if we do that, we we 
seem to always have a lot more success. Um, but just showing a little more uh, with a receiver look and getting the guy out of the backfield, not just all true eye. Um, but that's about the only change. And just because we have the personnel to do it. Um, we have some kids that are got a little more height on them and play a little more receiver. And uh, we like to give an opportunity to get the ball to them um, off our play action. Well, Carson McCarter is the quarterback for Jay Stulen and the Elm Creek Buffaloes, and he's probably playing a little bit better defense than what he's doing throwing the football for you, uh, and, and he leads your team in tackles. Yeah, uh, Carson is a, a kid every coach wants. He's, he's smart. Um, he studies the game. He understands it. Uh, as a quarterback position, that's what you want. You want somebody out there that – can get you in the right play if we have to check um, on defensively. Like you said, uh, his big change, we uh, we really we use his smarts to his advantage, and we, we moved him back to safety. Um, but he does a really good job in his technique and reading the, his receiver and his tight end. And when it is a run, he understands that he can still step up as a safety and make the play at three or four yards from the line of scrimmage. So he he's a nice kid to have uh, because – he uses his smarts, um, and when he's on the field, he he does technique like every coach wants. Uh, he's tackling low, and he's reading everything, and he understands his pursuit angles and all that. So uh, definitely one of our smarter players, and uh, he's a kid that is going to have a lot of success um, leading up. He's only a junior. Jay Stulen, uh, it's been a while since Elm Creek played 11 but had to make the transition to 8. Arcadia Loop City has done that. Did you look at anything they did 11-man-wise, or is everything just strictly what they're doing 8-man-wise and that's what you prepare for? And if you did look at it, are there a lot of similarities? Um, I did not. Uh, since we played, it was last week of the season, uh, I, it was kind of hard to scout them preseason and look at anything they did. Um, so I didn't really watch a whole lot of what they're at 11-man. Um, from what I've heard is they, they, the technique and that stuff is always going to be the same no matter what level of football you play. And um, they're a team that wants to run, and they're going to run at you, and they're going to run downhill. And uh, with their size, they're very successful at that. Uh, so uh, from last year to this year, I'm, I'm guessing that that's, they, that's what they did. They like to run the football, and they have the – they have the big guys to do it. Um, but when it comes to football, an 11-man and 8-man or 6-man, 9-man um, if you're in South Dakota, <laughs> uh, it comes down to just teaching the kids technique, um, teaching the position, and all that should translate to whatever level of football you're playing. Last minute here with Jay Stulen, head football coach at Elm Creek, getting ready to take on Arcadia Loop City. Coach, despite being a 12 seed, I think you've got to like your draw. You get the rematch here. If you are able to pull the so-called upset, you've you played tight with Arapahoe. Hemingford would have to come to your place. And even if you got even farther down the line, as you already said, you played a touchdown game with the top seed, Burwell. Uh, what about this uh, quadrant of the playoffs? Uh, yeah, just like you said, it, when you get to the playoffs, um, we knew our schedule was going to be tough, and all but one team is in the playoffs uh, What was on our schedule. So we knew. I mean, hopefully going into the year, we told our kids the record, it is what it is. Um, our experience from our season and getting to play all those talented teams um, leads into the playoffs. Um, even if you look for the next step after that, you kind of expect the South Loop team is playing pretty good in the semis. Uh so really, our our lead to 
in the playoffs is going to be teams we've already seen before other than maybe Hemingford, but we've had a history with them and played them in the past quite a bit. Um, and we look forward to the rematches and kind of that revenge factor, like you said, is of every team we're playing each week uh, when we get in this playoffs. All right, Coach, best of luck in the football game here, and it's always a pleasure to cover the Buffaloes. Thanks for the time on the Doug and Daddy Show. Yeah, I appreciate it, Doug. Thank you. That's Elm Creek football coach Jace Doolin from the Doug and Daddy Show earlier this week. We'll be back and talk with Arcadia Loop City's Mike Scott right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance. Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Or log on to barneyinsurance.net. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Back on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here in Loop City, getting ready for tonight's D1 opening round action between the Arcadia Loop City Rebels and Elm Creek. And once again, we have the pleasure to chat with the head coach at Arcadia Loop City, Mike Scott. Just got a chance to talk a couple of weeks ago and, and had a good feeling with where your team was at because two weeks ago you're two and four. Not a lot of coaches probably have a great feeling, but you healed up. You knew you had winnable games. You knew if you won those two games against Amherst and Elm Creek, you'd be in a pretty good position. And, Coach, it seems like all that is kind of taking care of itself right now. Yeah, we're kind of feeling pretty good about where we're at right now. Uh, we struggled a little bit there early part of the season. But, uh, like you said, we've managed to uh, get our offense going. Our defense definitely been uh, solid. And, and uh, yeah, we feel like we're rolling right now. Well, let's go back to that Amherst game. I couldn't find probably anywhere someone that turned the ball over seven times and found a way to win a football game, and you found a way to win it pretty comfortably. And, and yeah, you can, you can smile about it after that happens, but that was unlike anything that had happened to your football team this year. No, goodness. Yeah, we, seven turnovers and still scoring 53 points. I told those guys that's a testament to your offense and your defensive integrity, just sticking with the plan and, and being stingy and selfish. And you know, We got a couple of takeaways from them, too, so it wasn't all just giving away on our part. But, uh, yeah, it uh, it definitely was a uh, was a pat on their back to staying tough and, and just weathering the storm. And, you know, we uh, we put the ball on the ground earlier in the season against North Central a lot, and, and we didn't bounce back the way we did against Amherst. So, you know, it was a, a great progression uh, watching these guys just stay with it. Well, obviously, uh, Caden Cusick's continuing to do a good job for you uh, on the ground. With Jaden Jones back in there at quarterback, tell me a little bit about how you think things have improved here the last two weeks against Amherst and Elm Creek. Well, having Jaden back at that quarterback just allows us to be able to throw the ball. So, you know, well, so many teams we played earlier were just loading eight guys within four yards of the line of scrimmage. I mean, you talk about having eight guys in the box, and we were just outnumbered, and we weren't a passing threat, and everybody was coming forward, and it was just a blocking nightmare for our, for our linemen. And uh, now that we have the ability to throw the ball, you know, it's a, you're rolling the dice if you want to bring those guys up into the box because Jaden is his accurate. 
I'm looking forward to when he gets all the rust knocked off and he gets his comfort zone, his confidence back, because he can sling the ball. I mean, that kid is very accurate, and our receivers are, are growing into it. And, and uh, hopefully we get a few more games to watch him uh, progress and get where we expected him to be. Let's talk a little bit about one of your younger players in uh, sophomore Preston Rogers. You talk about being able to throw the ball a little bit. He's been dynamic. We saw him run one back against Amherst. He's got three kickoff returns for touchdowns this year. <laughs> He's actually a freshman. They got him labeled on huddle. I've changed three times on Max <laughs> Preston. He keeps going back to a sophomore. So I tell him all the time, you're losing a year of football. But, yeah, he's actually a freshman. And uh, he he just does stuff. You know, I, I'd love to say yep, that's how we coach him to do it. fact of the matter is he's just a natural. All of his cuts and stops and reads, that's, that's just God-given talent, and uh, I'm sure glad he's on our team because he makes our starting guys look silly when he goes up against them. He just he really is something to behold out there on the field, and he makes our special team solid. Hopefully we can get him into our, uh, our offense and within the next week or so. Hopefully we can continue to roll and get him some playing time in there because he's just dynamic when he gets into the open field. He just does stuff that you can't coach. And we're looking forward to a lot of good things from you in the future. Arcadia Loop City head football coach Mike Scott with us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. There's always the 50-50 when you have to turn right around and play the same team again, and it happens from time to time. Uh, just kind of recap for us what you thought worked well and, and, and why you were able to take care of Elm Creek last week. Our offensive line every week is getting better. They're not standing up. They're attacking their blocks. They're sustaining until the whistle. They're, they're just... They're just blocking well. And that's what we've been preaching all season long. They have to be more aggressive and they have to be blocking the full duration of the play. And uh, last week, I just kind of went through our stats a little bit, broke it down on right side, left side, individual plays and individual formations. We never averaged less than four yards of carry on any given formation side or play. And that's just a testament to their just getting after it and, and, and being tenacious. And then, of course, when you've got Caden uh, Cusick and, and Jared Larchick running the ball behind, you got basically two tanks that carry the ball. You know, we don't have any real breakaway speed, but they always find a way to go forward no matter where first contact is. Mike, what, do you, what did Elm Creek do that gave maybe you a little bit of problem that you're expecting more of in the game tonight? Well, they just missed on a couple passes. And both, both times early in the game, they could, they could have crawled back into it, just overthrows and uh, bad, maybe a poor read from the quarterback on, on, on a receiver that was wide open, bad choice. I mean, there's, there was opportunities for them to make that or this a very close game. And, and when you have a, uh, Xavier Perez in your backfield, you're never out of a game. The kid is one play away from putting it in the end zone every time he touches the ball. He's, he's a threat. He's fast. He runs hard. He reads his blocks as good as any back in D1. Uh, he's, he's a great football player, and uh, we've got to make sure that we contain him again because it was, was tough enough one week. It's miserable playing the same team two, two times in the season, let alone back-to-back. Well, Mike, a big picture here. I know you want to concentrate on this, but just your thoughts with Burwell 
would be a couple times down the road, Arapahoe or, or Hemingford, who's got tradition, if you can get out of this. We had this hype last year with your football team going into C2, and, and if it hadn't been for injuries, some people uh, believe maybe you had a shot at Lincoln. Now you're 4-4, four and four, but there's still a lot of positive energy around the Rebel program. What do you think the chances of your football team are uh, advancing uh, and, and playing late into November? Well, like you said, we're taking one game at a time. We're not looking past anyone at any given time because everybody knows in the playoffs anything can happen. By the time you take somebody for granted, you're watching the next week. So we're going one game at a time. Yeah, we've, we looked at the schedule. We, we like we like the way the West looks. Uh, we think everybody on, on the West, we would be uh, a viable contender to, for those guys. I don't think any of them – that we go into thinking that, well, shoot, if we get there, you know, we just count it as a good season because they're probably going to get us. I don't think we believe that for a second. But, uh, uh, yeah, we we want we, we would love to get a shot at uh, Burwell again, but there's at least two teams standing in the way, you know, of that opportunity. So we're not even going to look forward to that. We're just going to try to get tonight's win under our belt and we'll figure out who's, who's going to be next, you know, whether we drive all the way out west or we're going to head south. You know, it's just going to be one of those two if we can get a win tonight. All right, Coach, great following your football team. Uh, best of luck in the ball game tonight. Thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. That's Mike Scott, head coach at Arcadia Loop City. We'll be back with the starting lineup for tonight's state playoff opening round game right after this on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Kelly's Sales and Service in Elm Creek is proud a supporter of the area athletes in tonight's game. See Kelly's for everything automotive, from minor tune-ups to major repairs. Or if you're tired of putting money into that old car, talk to them about great selection of used vehicles that they have on the lot. If they don't have the car that you're looking for, they can find it. Proud sponsor of all high school sports. Best of luck, Buffaloes. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your used boat this fall. If you bring in your well-loved boat to Buzz's, and it's from 2011 or newer, you get an extra $1,000 added value for your trade-in. Not only that, but your boat's winterization will be on Buzz's Marine. For full details, visit Buzz's at 507 Central Avenue in Kearney or online at buzzesmarine.com to shop the new and used boat selection. This offer expires October 31st. Save on winterization. Save on storage. Save on a new boat. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, back with you here at Loop City for the study lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And Elm Creek will receive the football here today. Their center is number 59, a 5'11", 225-pound junior, Chase Swartwood. The guards are number 55, 6'2", 220-pound senior, Keaton Trampy, and number 58, 5'11", 200-pound senior, Dalton Keaton. At ends, number 3, 6'165", pound sophomore, Trey Miner, and number 7, 6'185", pound junior, Blake Engenberger. The fullback is number 9, 5'10", 185-pound sophomore, Hans Robbins. The eyeback is number 20, Xavier Perez. 5'6", 150-pound sophomore, and quarterback Karsten McCarner, number 12, 5'11", 150-pound junior. For Arcadia Loop City, the center is 6'5", 300-pound junior, Jacob Jarabic, wears number 75. The guard is number 55, 5'10", 215-pound junior, Jaden Kalinkowski. The ends, number 51, 5'11", 175-pound sophomore, Clayton Detlefs, and number 5, 5'10", 200-pound senior, Tucker Quinn. At wideout, number 13, 6'150", pound sophomore, Drew Lewandowski. The fullback, number 39, 5'10", 215-pound junior, Jared Larchick. The running back is Caden Kusick, 6'1", 195-pound junior, Hillwell number 12, and the quarterback number 1, 6'2", 200-pound junior, 
Jaden Jones. The head coach at Arcadia Loop City, Mike Scott, they're 4-4. Four four. Jace Doolin leads Elm Creek at 3-5, and five, a rematch of last week where Arcadia Loop City took the victory right here on this field. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And uh, for Arcadia Loop City, Larry, they're going to boot it away. Elm Creek probably needs to make a statement early. Yeah, and they moved the ball last week, Doug. The biggest issue was they didn't catch it when uh, they threw it. Elm Creek was able to get receivers open, and they just couldn't make some of those critical catches. They're going to run the ball a ton. They've only thrown it 68 times on the entire season. They're going to want to run it, but they're going to have to be able to sprinkle in the pass. And we are ready for football here on Classic Hits Power 99. The ball will sail into the end zone, and Elm Creek will have to start at the 15. Yeah, and Loop City's had a lot of touchbacks this year, Doug. They've done a good job kicking the ball. This thing for Loop City... Tucker Quinn, number five, he's the big-time linebacker in there, Doug, that will chase you down. So it is hard to run the ball here. They'll stick. Uh, no, it doesn't look like uh, Jarabic. Jarabic plays a lot of nose guard. He didn't come out and start. It's going to be Gus Ducker, 245-11 at that nose guard spot. So when, when you've got a nose guard that big and Tucker Quinn – an all-state-type kid back there, Doug. It's tough to run the ball. And Cannon Ozentoski had a heck of a game last week against Elm Creek as they will run the pistol, and the first play will be a quarterback. Keeper McCarson around the right side has a first down, 25, and out to the 29 to the 30-yard line. That's a good way to start the football game as he's pushed out of bounds by Lewandowski. Yeah, right there. They just ran read option, Doug, in a very aggressive Loop City defense. They were not playing assignment football there. They had their eyes on the football. And when you have misdirection like that, you have to play assignment football. You have an assignment, don't chase the ball, otherwise you'll spend all night running and looking. So 15 on the first play of the game, and now they will put McCarter under center out of an eye formation, ends on both ends, no wideouts. Pitch play, they give it to Xavier around the left side. He's trying to find a hole, and there's nowhere to go for Xavier Perez. No gain on the play, it'll be second down and 10. Well, yeah, and there it was. Tucker Quinn does a fantastic job getting his hands on the blocker. They just tried to run stretch there, and Tucker Quinn's just going to get lateral to the line of scrimmage and not let anything outside of him. Did a fantastic job there. And Xavier will Xavier Perez, Doug's had a tremendous year this year. He's rushed it for 967 on the year. He is their go-to guy. Now back to the shotgun formation, and Karsten McCarter wants to throw out here in the flat. It's complete to the fullback, Hans Robbins, who's at the 35 and leans forward to the 36. He'll get six. It'll be third down and four. Yeah, that was just a simple out with the underneath receiver, and then number one's going to run a smash concept, a corner concept to the sideline. The deep routes open there, Doug. The safety's inside of him there. They'll come back to that. The offense, obviously, just not quite as dynamic this year for Elm Creek. They've had the Meyer boys and a variety of other guys that have been able to do a lot of things and be very fast. And you see something different, although Perez is good. Maybe just not as many options at the quarterback and running back position. Third down and four. And it's going to be a wildcat straight to Perez. He's got the first down into Loop City territory, sneaks through a tackle, and gets to the 36-yard line. Nice play for Elm Creek. They're going to pick up eight. Yeah, they, they, they get in that with Perez as the quarterback there, but what they did is they put a sniffer back right behind the guard, Doug, where that fullback's not in a regular fullback spot. He's in that B-gap where you get an immediate, you just get to insert another offensive lineman there. Really nice play. Gage Claybaugh will go out wide to the left. They'll put Perez in the slot to the left. McCarter, the only man of the backfield, and now they'll run jet sweep and hand it to Perez from left to right, but Arcadia loops it. He's all over it, and he'll sniff him down after just a half a yard as he gets to the 35-yard line. Yeah, and that's tough there. 
Clayton Detlef's Doug, who's 100 tackles so far on this season, just a sophomore, plays that really well. That's going to be the stuff that's going to be tough to do to Loop City because Loop City does play things laterally when it's that obvious pretty well. Two minutes into the football game, the opening drive. Elm Creek started at their own 15. They've moved it down to the Arcadia Loop City 34, and they've used a different formation almost every time here. This time it's Pistol with McCarter, and his fullback, Hans Robbins, is going to take it. He's going to break a tackle inside the 30 to the 28-yard line. He about lost the football that time, Larry, hanging on Larchick to bring him down. Larchick was tackled tackling the football and not the man. He almost got it, but when he didn't, that allowed him to break free for about five more. Yeah, Loop City's guessing right now. Same read option play, and that time everybody ran to the quarterback simply because the quarterback had the game the last time they run it. You have to play assignment football on that. Third down, we'll call it two at the 27-yard line of the Rebels. Back under center out of the eye formation. Robbins the fullback, Perez the eyeback. McCarter calls a short cadence, turns, gives it to Perez, finds the hole off the right side and should have enough for the first down as he crosses the 25 to the 23-yard line. A gain of four and the third first down here on the opening drive for Elm Creek. Yeah, and Elm Creek's doing a nice job. They're controlling this drive, Doug, and they're doing it both inside and out, and they're doing it with multiple concepts, some of it coming right at you, some of it misdirection. That's tough defense. First down and 10. Back to the eye formation. And to the right side, and a hard count. We're going to get a flag. Yeah, Doug, and they were going to have the tight end open there. The corner took the step up on the play fake. They were going to run the corner route behind him with the tight end. He was going to be wide open. Instead, it's going to be an illegal procedure penalty. First penalty of the ball game coming up. On Elm Creek, it'll be first down and 15. Good news is we talked about injuries. There's not much out there to uh, talk about. Caden Greenland for Arcadia Loop City is out. Elm Creek's in good shape. You don't even see a kid standing over there with uh, with his day clothes on. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Out of the pistol with Perez. They put Robbins out of the flat to the left. And it's read option again. Perez straight up the middle. He's hit at the line of scrimmage. He's spinning, he's spinning, and they bring him down after a gain of about a yard. Just holding on to that ankle was Clayton Deathlefts the whole way. He'll be at the 24-yard line. It's going to be a gain of two. It'll be second down and 13. Yeah, and they go read option there, and if the quarterback keeps it, he's probably still running, Doug. This read option is going to end up being a pretty big part of this game. So you're in a spot here in the football field though where you know you're going to go for it so you've got four downs to pick up this 15 yards they're going right back to the i formation so three straight plays with this three out of the last four i should say they want to throw to the end looking for death left into double coverage and this one is going to be picked off at the two down the right sideline some running room to the 10 to the 15 it's lewin dusky he gets to the 20 to the 25 and our first turnover of the ball game as Elm Creek was moving. They went back to the play they were going to run before the illegal procedure, and Lewandowski with a 22-yard return out to the 25. Yeah, and he does a fantastic job, Doug. He's playing on the other side. That's a deal where you knew it was going to be open, so you recall it, but the quarterback doesn't pay any attention, just gets back and throw it instead of looking. He's got his defender beat, but because your concept didn't occupy the backside DB, he was able to run over the top. You can throw that play, but you have to run a concept at that backside defender, so he has to play back there. Yeah, and just well covered. They knew it was coming. So now Arcadia Loop City. I've covered two of their games. They've scored on the first play both times. Let's see if they get something here. 
As they come out of the pistol, Jaden Jones hands it off, and here comes Kuzik around the left end. 30-35, and McCarter with an ankle tackle. The corner was there, Larry. It's unbelievable how they have got out of the gates this year, and that's a first down out to the 37-yard line, a gain of 12 for Caden Kuzik. Well, Caden Kuzik's huge. I mean, he is a big kid. You're talking about a running back that's 6'1", 6'2", close to 200 pounds, and he's fast enough. And out of this single-wing stuff, this is rough stuff to defend. They'll put Tucker Quinn just in the slot to the right side, just off the line here. In motion, here comes a Logan Gregory with jet sweep action. They'll go straight up the middle, and not much this time. Elm Creek's ready for it to gain a one. But I love it. That's Rogers, Doug. Preston Rogers, just a freshman, 5'9", 150 pounds. This kid can fly. Special teams-wise, really good. He gets in the open field, and he's special. He has returned to kick for a touchdown three times, including each of the last two ball games. A gain of one. It'll be second down and nine at their own 38-yard line. Larchek, the fullback, out of the I formation. And they will hand it to Larchek. Big hole off the right side. He's going to be just short of the first down as he's tripped up by McCarter in Elm Creek territory at the 35-yard line. It's going to be a gain of eight, third down and one. Yeah, and this is Mike Scott football. He's going to run power. Then he tries to get outside a little bit, and then he comes right back with curl trap. You're going to see that type of concept all night from them, Doug. It's old-school single-wing football. It's scoreless here with six and a half to go in the first quarter. Elm Creek moved down to the 20 and then threw a pick. And now Arcadia Loop City, who returned it to the 25, is at the 35 quarterback sneak. And straight ahead, Caden Kusick takes the snap as the quarterback and goes for a nice little chunk of change there. He's going to get five, maybe five and a half, and move the chains. Yeah, again with his size. And he's in behind a center that's 6'5", 300 pounds. You're going to be good there for one most of the time. <laughs> Amherst and Sutherland right now on ESPN 1460. We've got two more games that kick off at 7. Twin Loop and Kennesaw on 1230 KHAS. And we'll also uh, be bringing you uh, action on the breeze, 94.5. Overton is hosting Giltner. Trips in the backfield, one running back just ahead, one running back just behind, and they do a direct snap to Larchick up the middle, 25. He stood up at the 21-yard line, and so usually you can see a whole lot of things in the passing game, but you've seen a variety of things so far here from Arcadia Loop City in the running game. Well, and that's that single-wing type concepts here, Doug, where you're not sure who's going to get the snap, and any one of the three guys will get it. The ball's going to end up in Kusick's hands most of the time, Doug. He's rushed for over 1,300 yards this year. Second down, we will call it three yards to go, maybe two and a half at the 22-yard line. Back under center is Jaden Jones. He'll turn, gives it to Larchick off the left side, and he drags defenders with him for a first down. Perez was there, but he gets to the 18-yard line. It's going to be a gain of three and move the chains here again. So both teams have moved the ball to start this football game. Doug, the key for the Buffaloes are going to be you got to get Loop City behind the chains. If Loop City stays on schedule, they're impossible to beat because they just pound your teeth out. If you can get them behind the chains and off schedule a little bit, then the offense becomes very sporadic. Well, hard to believe just a little five-yard penalty really kind of hurt Elm Creek. They thought they had to go to the air there and threw the pick. So far, a clean drive here for the Rebels. Jaden Jones out of the pistol. This time it's to him, and he'll just hand it off to Kusick straight up the middle. There's a lot of physicality in the middle of that line. He's going to get maybe a yard and then shove backwards hard. And they're bringing those uh, corners and safeties in on that run, and they're getting closer and closer and closer. It's going to be a gain of about a yard. We'll call it second down and nine. Yeah, and Loop City, they don't. it's not that they throw it poorly. They just don't throw it enough. 
uh, to, to be real effective at it. But when you run the ball that well, Doug, it can make throwing the ball much easier. The winner of this game gets Hemingford a 60-14 to winner today over Arapahoe. Second down and nine. They'll mark it at the 17-yard line of Elm Creek. Jones calling the cadence. Long count this time. And a direct snap to Kusick. He follows both of his backs around the left side. But great job by Perez to bring him down from behind as he gets inside the 15 to about the 13-yard line. A gain of three. Yeah, and Perez does a great job there coming off the backside. So many times high school football players don't play fast off the backside when the play goes away from them, Doug. And Perez there, Xavier Perez just does a fantastic job of chasing that thing down from the backside. Perez just a, uh, just a sophomore as well. Also in the D1 West bracket today, Nebraska Christian goes to 9-0 and with a 76-40 shootout win against Ainsworth. Kusick's now is at fullback. Third down, and Larchick lined up as the eye back. Third down at about five to go. Jones gives it to Kusick. Hole off the right side. Gets to the 10. Drags Perez for a first down. Yeah, and that's not odd for him, Doug, because with Ty Calrus here last year, Kusick was the fullback, so he's played a lot of fullback, understands how to manage that trap play. We're going to call it the six-yard line, it looks like, a gain of seven. Caden Kusick, five carries for 29 yards, four first downs, just marching it down as the sun creeps through the cloudy skies here in Loop City. It'll be first down and goal at the six of Elm Creek. Out of the pistol, here comes Gregory in motion. Jet sweep, they fake it, draw up the middle. Kusick's got it inside the five, dragging defenders to the three. And they're having to gang tackle him every single time. It'll be second down and goal inside the three, a four-yard gain. Yeah, and Kusick did a good job hanging on to the ball because Keaton Trampy, everybody had him, uh, the Buffaloes had him ganged up, and Keaton Trampy came in for Elm Creek and was trying to get that ball out, doing the right thing there. Back in defensively, Chase Swartwood for Elm Creek coming in at the defensive end. Quarterback sneak, Kusick. He's moving and not going to get there. He's going to get a yard. It'll be second and goal at the one. I'd do it again. Or excuse me, third and goal at the one. In fact, J- in fact, Jaden Jones, the quarterback, just came off the field, Doug. My guess is you'll see this again, maybe stick a bigger body in there at fullback to help push. Well, they had about three or a half games where they didn't have Jones, and this is what they had to run. Boy, everybody's packed in there, and a direct snap, and that's all they do is push him forward into the end zone. But we're going to get a penalty flag. We may have aiding. They don't call it anymore. I think nope. it's, I They're going to call motion. Our referee, Tom Grimm. I think it's a touchdown. No. I think he No, already... this is on Loop City. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Now, I will say, Doug, when we say they don't call aiding anymore, and they don't, two weeks ago from Nate Newhouse with the NSA, we did get a point of emphasis on not aiding the runners. So they're wanting these officials to be calling that as a penalty. All right, it's going to be third and goal. Move the ball back to the six-yard line. They still don't bring Jones in. They have Kusick as the lone back. They put Larchick just off the center to the right side. Everybody watching the run. Let's see what Caden Kusick does. He takes it, follows Larchick right side, and he is going to stretch that ball just short of the goal line. He got all five yards back, but it's fourth and goal inside the one. And I think you're going to see sneak here, and there's just probably not much you're going to be able to do about it if you're the Buffaloes. Find a way to bow up here. Every play on this drive on the ground. Larchick lines up. Kusick comes under center, takes it, goes left side, and he only had to go a half yard, but we get another penalty flag. You do. It's a touchdown, but I think you're going to get You're going to get motion. What are they seeing up there? I think it's the uh, quarterback. I think it's the quarterback. 
leaning forward maybe before he gets the football. And so now you got a whole different situation. It's fourth and goal from just outside the five. And they've got a good kicker. And Jaden Jones is going to come back in the ball game. We may see play action here. We are under. Well, with that, we have 2.10 to go here in the first quarter. Scoreless. Again, Elm Creek took the ball through a pick down at the two-yard line that was returned to the 25, and now this is Arcadia Loop City's first drive. They've had it at the one twice, but called for procedure. Jones with an eye formation. Comes up under center on fourth and goal just outside the five. Jones, long count. Fakes it. Rolls to his right. Wants to throw into the corner of the end zone, and it is caught. Touchdown. Arcadia Loop City. They actually had two guys right there, and Tucker Quinn in front of Karsten Ozentowski was able, well, yeah, sorry, defensively, sorry. McCarter, you're exactly right, but Tucker Quinn hauls it in for a five-yard touchdown. Yeah, and McCarter went for the pick there. Instead of just getting it knocked down, you can't blame him. If he picks it, he probably takes it all the way back, but just went right through his hands. Elm Creek played that pretty well. Yeah, they had everything covered, put a little pressure on Jones. Now they're lining up to go for a two-point conversion, and it'll be a direct snap to Kusick, and Kusick off the left side didn't get in. So it took a long time, a drive that went over six minutes, and they marched it 65 yards with the only five yards through the air coming on that touchdown pass. Brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank of Carney, Jane Jones hitting Tucker Quinn. And with 2-0-3 to go first quarter, Arcadia Loop City 6, Elm Creek nothing. My grandfather was an orthopedic surgeon in Omaha, and he told me not to go into medicine. And my wife said that she would never marry a doctor, and so I went to be a PA. And one night, called her, said, I'm going to be home late. And she said, well, you should have just gone to medical school. So at that point, I went back through medical school. It's kind of what I've always wanted to do. One of the things that kind of attracted me to Mary Lanning, you see that they take good care of people. I've always wanted to practice in a smaller town. And Mary Lanning had all the qualities that we were searching for in our job and our location and where to raise our children. And I think... He seems was the perfect fit for us. This is where we were supposed to be. I'm Brent Hood, orthopedic surgeon, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here in Loop City, Doug Duda, Larry Baker, playoff football on Power 99 as Arcadia Loop City gets ready to boot it away. Larchick puts his foot into it, and it's going to go into the end zone. And with that sun setting now, Elm Creek for the next two minutes is going to be going to directly into that sun with the way the field sets here. It's east-west field at Loop City. But that's better because your receivers are looking back for the ball. For the next two minutes. Yeah, but here's, here's one thing I'm just going to tell you. For Elm Creek, these possessions are really important, Doug, because now the way this just worked out, you're only going to get two possessions in the first quarter. You've got to make these possessions count because Loop City, if they stay on time with the chains – they're going to be able to move it like that, so every possession now counts. 55-yard drive, 5-yard touchdown pass from Jones to Tucker Quinn. And now Elm Creek with their second opportunity out of the eye formation. McCarter under center, turns Perez, hole off the right side, gets to the 20, and Quinn will bring him down just across the 21-yard line, a gain of 6. Yeah, that's where having a linebacker like Tucker Quinn is so important. He played that very poorly off the snap, and he was able to get spun, get the ball found, and go get that track down, or that was going to go for a bigger gain. Score updates for you. Sutherland has scored first. They lead Amherst 8 to nothing in the first quarter of play. Uh, elsewhere in D1, fourth quarter, Creighton 74, Southern 28. Second quarter, Lutheran High Northeast 16-8 over Elmwood Murdoch. 
Second out and four. Pitch plays short side. Perez tries to cut back up on the numbers, and there's nowhere to go. He's gang tackled after a gain of about a half a yard, and everybody's in there. You've got four black jerseys, including uh, Jaden Kalinowski, and uh, you also had Tucker Quinn over there as well. Yeah, Clayton Detlefs. I mean, they just rallied to it. That toss play is going to be tough, Doug, because those linebackers for Loop City just move laterally so well. Attacking at them or misdirection is going to be the key. Make them chase the ball. Kalinowski, from his defensive tackle position, got right down the line. Of course, with them playing Arcadia Loop City, yeah, they are playing four down linemen. So third down and three, straight ahead. Perez, and he got ankle tackled short of the first down. Who else? Tucker Quinn flying right through the hole. A gain of one, it's fourth and two. Yeah, that's just being a linebacker there, Doug. He sees the window open, and instead of chasing it laterally, he gets straight through the hole like a bullet. Makes a great tackle. Beautiful night for football. Not quite as much rain up here in Loop City today as we had in the Tri-Cities. So the field, a touch damp, but uh, not anything like uh, maybe they'll be playing in Overton tonight uh, or Kennesaw or around there. And they will have to punt the football. And back deep, who else? As the punt is away. And Preston Rogers waits for it. He has to come up and take it at the 29-yard line. He wants to run, but a good tackle by Colby Smith brings him down right at the point of the reception of the punt. Yeah, that's a great job. As a returner, you got to be able to make that first guy miss. And as electric as Rogers is, once he can get that done, it turns into a big deal. That's a dynamite job there by Colby Smith. About a 30-yard punt. Might have even went backwards a yard on the return. They're going to mark it at the 26-yard line. And that play brings us to the end of the first quarter here in our D1 opening round playoff game. Arcadia Loop City 6, Elm Creek nothing. The Rebels will get the ball for just the second time to start the second quarter when we return. When you hear we go further, you think Ford. When you hear we sell service, you think Erickson Ford. Serving and supporting the communities of Arcadia and Loop City since 1972. Go Rebels! This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Don't forget, you're not only listening to us here on Classic Hits Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Arcadia, but also the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games are live. Games are there for the podcast. And you can check it all out. Brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Lincoln, Lexington, and Holdridge. Six to nothing, Arcadia Loop City. They'll start their second drive at their own 26-yard line. First down and 10 on the opening play of the second quarter. Jones will be under center this time. Turn, hand it to Larchek, looking to move the pile, which he does, out to the 29, and they're going to give him the 30-yard line. That's going to be a gain of four. So Larchek now four carries for 23 yards. Caden Kusick eight carries for 39 yards. Rodgers carried it once for a yard, and Jones with the five-yard touchdown reception. It would have been a touchdown for Kusick, but they were called for a legal procedure on third and goal at the one and fourth and goal at the one, and they went to the air on that fourth down pass. But right now, Elm Creek, they're going to need that ball to get popped loose. They need something to happen because Arcadia Loop City is just grinding it out here in the first two possessions. Here's the direct snap to Kusick. Kusick off right side. There he's met by a wall of Buffalo after just a yard. 
Tatanka everywhere, Larry. Yeah, no doubt about that. Tried to run that. They'll put those wings and peel back on the Loop City does on the DNs, but right there you had a situation where Keaton Trampy and crew stood up strong there, Doug. So it'll be third down, and it's going to be a solid six yards to go here for Arcadia Loop City at their own 31. And here's one of the first couple tests. Elm Creek needs to pass this one. Well, they got a third and long situation. And we're going to get a timeout called by Arcadia Loop City, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're there when you need us, located near you. It's 6 to nothing in favor of Arcadia Loop City, leading Elm Creek here on Power 99. Comfort Tech Service in Elm Creek is the premier source for quality heating, air conditioning, and refrigeration in central and western Nebraska. Serving all the surrounding communities, we pride ourselves on great service with quality that is second to none. Mark prides himself on customer service and attention to detail. Comfort Tech Service can help you with HVAC from residential to business. Pairing Mitsubishi Electric, Climate Master, and Luxair to the economical brands Pain and Comfort Maker, we install systems that work and meet the bottom line. Good luck, athletes. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, state football playoff action brought to you by Impact Ag Partners. Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your pioneer seed dealer. Larry, what are you seeing here when you have this unique formation that I haven't seen all year long, probably have never seen the way that they line up the backs in the backfield here? Yeah, for it's just old school single wing. You don't know who's getting the ball. You run power out of it, run trap out of it, and you've got third and uncomfortable here. Third and six at their own 31-yard line. Everybody in the box and back to passes. Jones trying to set up a screen. Backside, Larchek is wide open. There's nobody within 30 yards. 30, 20, left sideline, 10, block, touchdown. Yeah, great play call there. Get everybody to fly to it and set up the backside screen off the tight end. And and, and you see when, when it's an uncomfortable down in distance, it took a tight timeout there. It's just, it's not easy for Loop City to be able to maneuver in some of those spots, but they've got the dudes when they call it there, and and again, no eye discipline by uh, Elm Creek. They all just ran to where they thought the ball was going to be instead of playing uh, um, defense there. Larchek, of course, 215. Claybaugh almost ran him down. He got blocked right about the 10-yard line, and now they go for two. Jones with four wideouts. All by himself with the shotgun. Swings it out here to the right side to Quinn. Tucker catches it. Tucker's in. And the two-point conversion is good. With the Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank of Carney. A 49-yard backside screen. Jaden Jones has thrown it twice, and he's got two touchdowns as Larchick takes it in. 14-0 Rebels, 10-33 to go second quarter on Power 99. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. 
Doug Duda, Larry Baker, as we are ready to kick it away again here. Larchick puts his toe into it. This one looks like it might be returnable. It's taken at the one-yard line, and trying to come all the way to the other end is Kobe Smith to the 10, to the 15, up the middle of the football field. He'll get to the 20, and that's where Elm Creek will start their third drive of the ball game. but now they're down 14 to nothing. Well, and the thing is, you, you hate to give up a screen pass like that because all game – you're getting your teeth knocked in, right? If you're a D lineman and all of a sudden you just get a run free, something's up, right? Yeah. And a linebacker has to go with the back out of the backfield. That half second where you realize, uh-oh. It's the worst feeling it's, in the world. It's a screen. It's a screen. All right, here we go. First out at 10, Elm Creek. They moved the ball the first time, went three and out the second time. Yeah, and Agenberger's at quarterback now, Doug. Twins to the right side, including Perez. Long count. And taking it, faking it, and hitting the backfield. Nowhere to go. Karsten McCarner tried the read to Hans Robbins, and Robbins got out of the way. He got hit, too, and McCarner's going to lose a couple of yards on the play. Maybe three back to the 17, second down. Did we have a flag over there? Yeah, yes, yeah, we do. Yeah, right away. It's, it's going to be on uh, Elm Creek, Doug. Well, that'll be a decline because it'll be second at about 14 instead of first and 15. That came from the far side in front of the Elm Creek bench. Yeah, you want to you decline that penalty. You're only going to gain one yard, and, and you'll get a down here. So loss of three, three and a half. We'll call it second down and 14. Yeah, and you see how much faster Loop City's able to play now with a cushion? It's just It makes such a difference in football the way you can play once you get ahead. First play, read option outside, 15 yards for Elm Creek. Haven't went back to it. Yeah, well, they've run it for gain. Uh, another time when the running back got it, and then that was the uh, this is the next time we've seen it. But you can play it if you're losing, you can play it so much more free now. You don't have to like run straight to the ball, you can play it a little slower because you've got a two touchdown lead. It's just how that works with kids. Second and 13, Elm Creek checking over to the sideline again, finally getting up over the line of scrimmage, close to a delay game. Better snap the ball. They just do. McCarter out of the I formation. Just a simple pitch play left side. Perez got four to the 20 to the 21-yard line. Quinn is there along with Lewandowski to upend him. And it'll be second down, make it third down, excuse me, and nine. And again, that lateral piece. Lewandowski does a great job scraping through there. But Quinn was tracking it on his back hip the whole way. When your linebacker tracks something outside, you always want to make sure he's on his inside hip to take away the cutback. And Quinn did just a magnificent job there of that. In D2, two teams, Fall City Sacred Heart and Johnson Brock might meet in the East Final. They have an easy first-round win, we'll tell you in a moment. Third down and nine. Wants to throw as far as he can down the right sideline, and McCarter overshoots Gage Claybaugh. Yeah, there isn't a whole lot of, what do you want to say, tack to the passing game of Elm Creek tonight. It's go back and chuck it, and that's uh, but, incomplete. But, but I think there, if the quarterback... Holds that just for one more second. McCarter holds that for one more second. The receiver was behind the DB, and the safety was late coming over. He overthrows it because he throws it just a hair soon. Yep, uh, and that'll be one for three now for McCarter for six yards. And another three and out here for Elm Creek. With Tucker Quinn not on the field. And back to return this one is Preston Rogers. He'll stand at about his own 28-yard line. Snap, the boot away. From the punter, Gage Claybaugh, tried to kick it away from Rodgers and hits the ground, and getting down there to cover it at the 25-yard line is going to be Kobe Smith again. Yeah, and there, I, I just wouldn't kick it to Rodgers. 
His dad was such a fantastic football player uh, here for Luke City. Great running back. He was like a 1,700, 1,800-yard guy. Just did a fantastic job. And it looks like Preston's going to follow right in line. Just a freshman. 34-yard punt. No return. And Arcadia Loop City will start at their 25-yard line. Johnson Brock beat Pender today, 82 to three. Fall City Sacred Heart, 42 to nothing over Why Not. And uh, Lawrence Nelson did finish off Juanita Palisade, 38 to eight on the road. We'll give you some other scores on the PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. Rough day for the Penda Dragons. Yeah. First down and ten now for Arcadia Loop City. Out of that single wing, this time to Jones. He'll turn, hand it to Kusick. Kusick has some room up the middle. He gets to the 30, keeps the legs churning to the 32, to the 33-yard line, eight on the first down. Yeah, just fantastic run. Kusick lowers his shoulder there and just completely runs over a couple of the Buffaloes. And I'll just tell you, Blake Agenberger got him slow there. He came up and took it on. He ate the train, as Coach Brand always says. He was willing to eat the train, but second down two. Rebels waiting for the count here. Not sure they're going to get the playoff. Nope, there's the delay of game. Three five-yard penalties here. Just seemed like they were a little late. Everybody, I don't think they have the wristbands for for the Rebels, but no, they're coming over to get like them. What they were doing, yeah, yeah, they're coming to get them from the sideline. And that's where you tell your guys you can't jog in and out of the huddle. It takes me five seconds to get it called and five seconds to get in. That only leaves you 15 seconds or whatever to get the thing called and get to the line of scrimmage. you got to sprint out of the huddle. Cannon Ozatoski comes into the ball game. On second down, now with the five-yard penalty, seven yards to go. Jones under center. Jaden turns, going to hand it to the fullback. Larchek hit in the backfield, but gets away from that and gets two yards to the positive. He was smacked immediately there by Chase Swartwood, but was able to fight his way forward for a couple. It'll be third down and four. Yeah, that's the first time uh, Elm Creek's been able to blow up that trap. You blow a trap up by penetration. You've got to get some penetration there, uh, and he did so. Amherst on the board, but does not get the conversion. Sutherland 8, Amherst 6. They're in the second quarter on ESPN 1460. Here it's 14 to nothing. Arcadia Loop City, 7.5 to go second quarter. They have a third and four at their own 32-yard line. Roll out to the left. Jaden Jones, a run keep all the way, and he is going to be smashed down behind the line of scrimmage by Xavier Perez. I thought for a minute he was going to have that naked bootleg, and there was nobody out there, but Perez in the backfield drops him for a huge loss. Going to be about a six-yard loss, fourth down and nine. And it won't matter if Elm Creek can't score, but do you see what happens on these third downs? It's tougher for Loop City. They've got, you know, they have to go to the screen, then they had to go to naked boot. But Elm Creek's got to be able to score, Doug, or Loop City's just going to keep knocking a tooth out at a time. I haven't seen Loop City, Arcadia Loop City, punt much in the three games this year. I don't think they even had to at uh, Amherst. High kick, fair catch called for, and off his fingertips. He'll take it in. Smith will at the 27-28 yard line. That was a great play by Kobe Smith. Heady enough to make the fair catch. Most high school kids won't. And then he fielded that thing and didn't let it come out of his hands. That saves 15 yards, Doug. That's a big deal. Otherwise, you get that ball in the shadow of your own end zone, and it's a wasted possession. 26-yard kick, no return. They'll officially call it the 27-yard line. 14 to nothing. Arcadia Loop City. Two touchdown passes. Most of their offense has been through the air or through uh, on the ground, though. 
And McCarter, out of the pistol, he's got his running backs offset to the eye right side, and it's going to be a direct snap this time to Perez. McCarter tries to make a block. Perez didn't really follow that block. He went off of his left shoulder across the 30, gets to about the 32-yard line, and a gain of five on the play. Yeah, did a really nice job there. That's a great way to start a drive if you're the Elm Creek Buffaloes. Get a nice little run. Now you're second and solid. I mean... Also going on tonight uh, for the, the bigger schools uh, that don't have uh, Class D playoffs in football. They've got a lot of volleyball going on. Kearney Catholic has their regular season finale hosting North Platte. And Kearney High is playing number one, Lincoln Pius the 10th, 6.30. They're just underway at Lincoln Southeast High School in the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament Championship. Second and five, Elm Creek. Yeah, there's going to be flags. Oh, about three of the defensive backs there for Arcadia Loop City pointed all at the same time. And we get a five-yard false start here on the Buffaloes. Yeah, I'm not so sure they wouldn't have lost five yards on that anyway, running that thing outside. Rodgers had it set out there. Two penalties. Both have been illegal procedure. And will make it second down and ten. Uh, some finals from earlier. Hemming Ford, as we said, will play the winner of this game. They down to Rappahoe 60-14. Nebraska Christian over Ainsworth 76-40. Creighton over Southern 82-28. Everything else is in the first half. Sutherland leading Amherst 8-6. Worcester Pilger over Lord Central Catholic 14-8. Lutheran High Northeast over Elmwood Murdoch 16-8. Osceola High Plains has a 12-6 lead over Bruning Davenport Shickley in the second quarter, and Fullerton leading Laurel Concord uh, by a score of 8-0 in the second quarter. Rolling out McCarter to the right side and fighting off the sack. Are they going to call it a fumble or an incompletion? There's Ozentoski, who had a bushel basket full of tackles for losses and sacks last week, got through Hans Robbins and still got to his quarterback and drops McCarter down and... They are going to call this an incomplete pass. It only went forward about a yard. And I'm sure Arcadia Loop City is wanting intentional grounding. Hans Robbins was standing right at the pass. So that's why they don't get it. And McCarter was able to get rid of it. But there's just nothing there in the passing game tonight for Elm Creek. And it's third down and ten. 5.35 5.35 to go here before halftime at the half. The Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats, all the scores from around the area. We've got tomorrow's 11-man and 6-man playoffs. We'll talk a little sub-district volleyball as well. Third and 10. McCarter looking right. little stop picked up at the 30, and Claybaugh at least hauls it in, but he's going to be dropped short of the first down at the 35-yard line. It's going to be a gain of 7 on the play. It'll be fourth down and 3. Yeah, you'd like your receiver to tight turn outside there on that out route. You've got all those meat eaters coming from the inside out there. You tight turn on that. Now you get Rodgers going back deep in the half. And they've got to pump the football. They'd love to go for it, but uh, just short of their own 35. They actually have uh, Kobe Smith lined up out here as the gunner. Fourth down three. And Claybaugh will boot it away. Pretty nice punt that Rodgers can field at the 15. And here we go. It doesn't matter. There's going to be a block in the back. 20, 25, 30. Steps through 35, 40 before Robbins brings him down. And now we've got another flag. And if this is a face mask, then that negates that. And at least we'll see another kick. But that was a good punt, except it was right to Preston Rodgers. Unless you get a blindside block here, there was a Loop City guy laying flat on his back right at that flag. And they've called that all year on that defenseless player, Doug. This this could be... And he was in pursuit of, of the running back. So we've got illegal block in the back. That was what happened back here when Rodgers caught it. Flattened right away. And I think maybe that's just two illegal blocks in the back. But the penalty flags back here at the 15, and that'll put him back at about the 7-yard line. 
Yeah, gee whiz. That's going to be a 32-yard punt. And then you've got a legal block in the back. Arcadia Loop City up 14 to nothing with 4.46 to go in the first half, and they'll have their worst starting field position. And, Doug, they can take this here. If you're Loop City, you can get two for one and end the game here. Four-minute drive, score. You get the ball to start the second half, score there. And this is a big moment for Elm Creek. 4.46 to go before halftime, and they have two timeouts remaining. Staying with that single wing where they basically you've got the quarterback of the pistol and you've got each running back almost touching him left and right. They'll go to Jones and Cannon Ozentoski's in the backfield. Or excuse me, that is Kusick. That is Kusick, 12, not 42, across the 10 to the 12-yard line. He's going to pick up about five on a play, four, they'll say officially, second down and six. Yeah, and that was close. That ball got a little loose there for Kusick. Well, right now, I mean, sometimes man-on-man, if you don't match up, You've got to gamble. You've got to change your scheme. And Elm Creek needs the ball. They need no a turnover. They need a turnover. That seems to be or or a, a penalty. We haven't had a hold called yet in the ball game. Second down and six. Again, Jones to Kusick. Kusick has room up the left side. First down and more. 20, 25. He gets to the outside. 30, 35. And he's drugged down from behind after another nice first down run. And chasing him down over there is Xavier Perez. Yeah, they just go off tackle there, Doug. That's just off tackle power. Look for that to come back and then look for the trap to break for big money out of this. A 26-yard gain. And Arcadia Loop City is going to use a timeout. Of course, Coach right Smith, here. Or Coach Scott's not supposed to be in the huddle. He's not supposed to go outside of, inside the numbers, and you can't have your headset on. One of his assistants needs to say something to him so there's not a 15-yard penalty here. Oh, that's why they called the timeout. No, in a timeout, you cannot go inside the numbers and you cannot have your headset on. Well, we're back with you here after a 30-second timeout. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Give you some more scores uh, from D2 right now. At the half, Clearwater Orchard leads Brady 36 to nothing. Bloomfield over Meridian 30 to 8. Osmond over Diller Odell, 20-16. Those are at the half. Mullen, 14-6 over Paxton in the second quarter. Everybody was questioning that one. Paxton making the playoffs at 2-6, and and one of those wins was a forfeit. Of course, Mullen made it to the state semifinals last year. First down and 10, Arcadia Loop City at their own 38-yard line. Jones hands it off to Kusick, tries the middle of that line, gets into Elm Creek territory at the 39-yard line. A gain of three, and... Larry, this so far on this drive up the middle, pretty conservative, outside, 26-yard game, but they haven't done anything crazy. Every snap has went to Jones, and he's turned and handed to Cousy. That's what I would do here. I would use all four minutes and score. Elm Creek's not going to stop Loop City if Loop City can stay on schedule. Second down and seven. Jones takes it. Again, Kusick off of his left shoulder, hit in the backfield by Perez, but can't bring him down. Gets to the 35. How about the 34? A gain of four more. And it'll be third down and short here for Arcadia Loop City. We'll call it three. Elm Creek's not playing that bad, Doug. They're just not quite big enough. You know, Xavier Perez is 5'6", 150 pounds, trying to tackle 6'2", 200. Well, and you look at the seniors that are 
playing for Elm Creek. There's only a couple. Third down and three. Same play. Cusick. Nope. Jones takes it back on the read. Tries to get to the outside. Scoots by the first tackler and dives for the first down. It looked like Claybaugh was having a chance to trip him up but couldn't quite bring him down. And he gets to the 31-yard line. And maybe the 32. Maybe not as close. They're right next to the first down marker. They might actually have to bring him out. It's fourth nope. Down. They're just going to make it fourth down. So a gain of just a couple that time. It's fourth and a couple of inches. Yeah, Jones did a good job there because he really was in trouble. You're going to get a, a quarterback sneak here for sure. They're telling him the ball's flat maybe. Yeah, they're bringing a football out of play here. And so now the Rebels have to go and find another football out of the bag. We don't see that every single day. Fourth down and a couple of inches. My quarterback right now would have an aneurysm because there's only about three or four of them he likes to play with. Well, Tyler Rule would struggle at this moment. I'm just well, telling you. It doesn't mean much when you've only thrown it twice the whole game. Well, that's Although they're true. both for touchdowns. Fourth and inches. You know what's coming here. It's going to be a sneak with everybody shoving forward. Oh, they moved they on the left end. Sides. They just moved on the left end. They jumped quick. And that's going to be a five-yard penalty. That's the third illegal procedure on this short yardage sneak That was so the far. left end. Yeah, that was no doubt about end. it. You can see a move from our vantage point. So now what do you do, Larry? This becomes fourth down and six officially, five and a half. Last time they had to throw it into the end zone for a touchdown. Well, here, here you almost consider punting it, but the no, way they're moving the ball, they probably won't. I think I stay with my base offense. I get in single wing. I make sure 12 touches it, nothing fancy. And if I don't get it, if I'm Loop City, I know my defense is playing well enough. That's going to be the third timeout there for Loop City. They're out of timeouts now. Yeah, Arcadia Loop City burns the timeout to discuss the play call. They'll have fourth down and five to go at the Elm Creek 36-yard line. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 2.53 to go first half. Arcadia Loop City 14, Elm Creek nothing. When you hear we go further, you think Ford. When you hear we sell service, you think Erickson Ford. Serving and supporting the communities of Arcadia and Loop City since 1972. Go Rebels! This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. They've decided to punt it, and Larchick drops the snap and then pooches it straight up in the air. He will get about seven or eight yards of roll, and it'll die at the 22, but that's only a 14-yard punt, so Elm Creek catches a break. Arcadia Loop City false start, and then they decide to punt it, and it only goes 14 yards. And if Xavier uh, Perez feels that, he was unsure. It was so short, he was unsure. If he catches that, he scores, I think. Yeah, it was just... Oh, I don't want it to touch me. Yeah, he just he was Got unsure. Of the because uh, the return man is Kobe Smith. So first down and 10. Elm Creek has all of their timeouts. They've had problems in the passing game so far tonight. Will they be able to get something on a run game that at least get them into Arcadia Loop City territory and give them a chance to score before halftime? 2.45 to go. First half out of the shotgun. Karsten McCarter 
Read option. He gives it off to Perez. Spins off the first bat. He gets outside. 25-30. Dances back and slips down at the 32. Pretty good dance moves there as he is tripped up by Detlefs. But that's right at the first down marker. Elm Crick needs to stay with this read option. Commit to it. Maybe invert it somewhere off of the uh, the, the front side end. And then you can mix in real pass concepts out off of that, Doug. And it becomes pretty deadly. But they've got to commit to it. That'll be the first first down of the second quarter for Elm Creek at their own 32-yard line. First and 10, sending out wide to the right, Trey Miner. Perez just off to the right of his shotgun quarterback in McCarter. McCarter, same play, left side, and McCarter keeps it. Around the right end, 35, tries to stay in bounds. Now he's going to be shoved out of bounds at the 37-yard line. So a short gain, but he got out and stopped the clock. Yeah, this is what Elm Creek's got to do. Commit to this and be able to use other concepts off of it. They're putting Loop City. It's two things. First of all, Loop City's in a forefront. That means there's three wasted linemen when that thing runs because they're reading somebody. The other piece is you're getting Loop City in space, and that's a struggle. 14 to nothing, Rebels leading Elm Creek. They beat Elm Creek last week, playing for the second straight week here in Loop City. Out of the shotgun, McCarter. He wants to throw down the middle of the football field. Going to go left side, and there's contact and incomplete. Both players go down trying to get it to Trey Miner. Rogers on the coverage, but that was more tangled up feet than any hand play, and it'll be third down. Yeah, there the Loop City bench needed to help Rogers. They need to yell ball for him. He was in great position, but he wasn't turned around, and that's your sideline that's got to do that for you. And that's probably the best. There's a couple of deep balls that McCarter have thrown that have looked very good. The first one he just threw too early and overshot a clay ball on the right side. This time he comes to the left, and the guys go down. The ball was on the money. Not going to say that it would have been caught or not, but uh, it was right where it needed to be. Third down and five at their own 36-yard line. 2.08 to go here before halftime, Elm Creek. They'll send Perez in motion from the left slot, fake the jet sweep, and the pass got out here too quick and incomplete for Trey Miner. It was down low, but Miner hadn't turned in time to haul that one in, and it's fourth down, and Elm Creek will punt. Yeah, once they get this thing to the second half, they can commit to that read option game, Doug. Well, they took a chance on second and five and then threw it again on third and five. And that's tough when you take that chance on second down. You're exactly right. Yeah, you, you... You think you have something, and let's face it, uh, Loop City, Arcadia Loop City has played the pass extremely well so far tonight. So Claybaugh gets ready to pump the football away, fourth down. Puts his foot into it, end over end, drives Rodgers back. Rodgers drops it, and it's going to go into the end zone. That's a muff. It'll be a touchback at the 15-yard line. That's actually the best thing that could have happened. If it dies at the one, you're just hosed because Smith was down there on coverage again, and that ends up. Being a 44-yard punt, they'll bring it out to the 15. Yeah, that was. Those line drive punts are tough because you're standing where you think you need to be, and you get driven back, and your shoulders start to turn, and those are tough because you don't, you're not square to the ball anymore. You're listening to the state football playoffs on Classic Hits Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Hazard, Odessa, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Still some time here for Arcadia Loop City, but they don't have timeouts. First and 10, a minute 55 to go. And back to pass Jones, trying to set that backside screen up. This time it's Cusick, complete left side, 20, 25, and tackled there. Larchick scored on a 49-yarder on the similar play. Here they'll get just enough to move the chains. Yeah, and and I don't think I get cued here. I let Caden Cusick break one because I think he can. 1.49 to go. 
before halftime. It's 14 to nothing, Arcadia Loop City, and as Larry mentioned a little while ago, the Rebels will also get the option to have the ball to start the second half. Elm Creek took the opening drive, marched it right down to the 20, and then threw a pick that Lewandowski got at the 2, returned out to the 25. They marched it down the field. How about this? Trips to the right, single to the left. Shotgun formation here for Jaden Jones. Wide receiver screen to Quinn. Complete, 25-30, and he'll get out of bounds. Just short of the first down, it'll appear at the 34-yard line. That'll be a gain of nine. Jones is four for four with two touchdown passes. Yeah, they just threw a bubble off of that. Now pay attention for double bubble, something like that, Doug, where it's a double pass, or they're going to pump that bubble and release somebody up into the scene. Again, 124, managing the clock, ball at the 34-yard line. Yeah, pay attention. They're back in this. Look for Razamataz here. Second down and one. Kusick split to the left side. And we are going to get a flag. I think, yeah. yeah. They have a – that's a hard one to call, Larry. Usually you – well, he's got to look. Yeah, you always say the wide receiver looks to the line to the line judge to say, okay, am I okay? But he's a running back. But so. he didn't. Yeah, he didn't yeah. that time. And so, again, on a short yardage, on a second and one, third and one, fourth and one, we have seen these false starts and this time uh, lined up in the neutral zone. I don't think it matters, Doug. I feel like Loop City's setting something up here. Be ready for some razzmatazz. They, you know, they get in this three-by-one, and then they throw bubble off of that. And the way that bubble looked a minute ago, they've got a play they're wanting to go to off of that thing, I think. Well, they're going to go back now to their standard formation with single wing, but all three backs could snap it to anybody. Jaden Jones calls the cadence, and it's going to be a direct snap to the up back. Right side room, 35-40. Larchek runs over a man, 30, still going, and they bring him down at the 25-yard line. That's why I said I don't think Arcadia Loop City's got to do anything dumb here, Doug. They can run their offense. And that just doubled the run total for Larchick tonight. He goes for 25 yards down to the 25-yard line of Elm Creek. And with a 117 to go, they'll run the clock as soon as they get the chain spotted. All right, you're back in this three-by-one here. Yep. Kusick's always the guy by himself. They go trips to the far side on first down and 10. Short little quick out here to Kusick, but thrown out of bounds. No chance that time for Caden to uh, cover it. And he is covered by Blake Engenberger. Second down and 10. That's the first incomplete incomplete pass tonight for Jaden Jones. Yeah, I mean, I, I get what they're doing, but I think they'd score running their regular stuff here. Amherst has scored 20 in a row to take a 20-8 to lead over Sutherland in the second quarter on ESPN, 14-60. Second down and 10 at the 25-yard line of Elm Creek. Jones, same formation, trips to the left side. They run the bubble out there. It's complete to Quinn. He makes one man miss to the 20, hits to the sideline 15, and Claybaugh will shove him out of bounds at the 13-yard line and another Rebel first down. Doug, they're playing. I mean, <laughs> Elm Creek's not playing trips very well. They've got a safety about 12 yards off, and they're playing one other guy about seven yards off in the trip formation. I mean, every pass concept known to man is available to that. And Jones has not taken a shot deep. Everything has been an underneath pass. Yeah, right. pass, five-yard, ten-yard passes. If I'm, if I'm Luke City, I stay in that and just run the flat to death. First and ten at the 13. Back to the I formation now with Jones. Jaden turns, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, looks over the middle of the football field into the end zone, and it is caught, but he's out of the back of the end zone. Incomplete. That ball should have been picked. That ball should have been picked, Doug. Uh, you had Karsten uh, McCarter right there. He just needed to compete for the ball. 
Tried to get it to Ozentoski and uh, over his head. So incomplete. Kind of a long end of this half. Second down now. And 10 at the 13-yard line of Elm Creek. We're down to 55 seconds. The time is not the problem right now. Elm Creek doesn't like what they see. So the Buffaloes will call their first timeout on defense. Remember, the Rebels are... Out this time out brought to you by ENT Physicians and Carney, 14 to nothing, Arcadia Loop City, threatening again when we return. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. No, that was the The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Nothing Arcadia Loop City, second down and 10 at the 13. Man in motion, fake the handoff and a late little handoff on a draw up the middle to Kusick and he's going to get to the 5. Maybe to the four. It's not enough for a first down, so the clock will continue to run. It's going to be third and one. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you down to 40 seconds to go. They're ready to go on third down and two. Out of the shotgun Jones, he's going to throw it out here complete, trying to make one man miss, and the ball's fumbled into the end zone, and it's covered by Elm Creek. It was caught by Logan Gregory, and as he started to lunge toward the end zone, it was fumbled into the end zone, and Kobe Smith covered it, and that is the break Elm Creek needed. Yeah, that there's a deal, and you always tell the kids, don't reach, don't push the ball out. In high school football, we don't get the uh, advantage of replay or any of that. He'd have been good there. And so with 30 seconds, Elm Creek now will be content. You would think to just... We'll take one run play and get to the halftime locker room or end zone, as the case may well, be. Well, they've here. gotten absolutely. Elm Creek's gotten clobbered here, and they're in this game all the way, Doug. So a touchback will bring it out with 30 seconds to go to the 15-yard line. Kobe Smith's name has been called quite a few times. Yeah, he's playing awful well, Doug, is Kobe Smith. Now we're having a powwow between the officials out there. They're trying to decide was it in the end zone or not. No, they've got it right. They've got it right. And it will be Elm Creek football here at their own 15-yard line with 30 seconds to go. Karsten McCarter will come under center. Not in a strict victory formation, so Perez might get one carry. He does straight up the middle, and Tucker Quinn trying to ride him down. He'll draw, drag a couple of players to the 20 to the 21-yard line. Elm Creek hustling to the huddle, but I don't believe they're going to run another play, are they, Larry? I wouldn't. 17 seconds left here. Get to the half. Gain of six, and now Elm Creek not hustling. So that is going to be the end of the first half of play here in the D1 state opening round playoffs last week. Arcadia Loop City here at home took care of Elm Creek 40-12. Here it's 14 to nothing. The Rebels have the lead at the half. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report 
on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services. Ask about the new Wealth Builder Loan Program and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. This broadcast is made possible in part by Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek, a proud sponsor of all area athletes. Rusty's Fertilizer is the only place you need to go to get all the fertilizers you need to keep your farm growing year after year. Rusty's has been your fertilizer experts in Elm Creek for generations, and they're up to date on all the chemicals and fertilizers, so trust the experts at Rusty's Fertilizer in Elm Creek. Ken's Equipment in Loop City, in business since 1971, and is committed to providing you with the best customer service available. They are proud to offer the product lines of Massey Ferguson, Heston, Sunflower, White Planters, Schuler Feed Wagons, Westville Augers, and more. Stop by Ken's Equipment at 1110 O Street in Loop City. You will be glad you did. Or check us out online at kensequipment.com. Ken's Equipment in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker, ready for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business and residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Here at the half in the D1 opening round, it is Arcadia Loop City leading by a score of 14 to nothing over Elm Creek. We're going to run down the scoreboard for you. Also want to let you know that Carney High Volleyball was down 16 to 8 in the first set to Pius in the opening in the opening round or the, excuse me the opening set of their Heartland Athletic Conference Championship it's now tied at 27 in the opening set and you know what that means Larry if rally Car- if Carney is thinking yeah rally and if Carney's thinking about pulling a major upset they got to win that set no They've question you got to win that because yep. we know what happens you come make come back in any sport and you can't finish it it's hard to recover well so and you get you get whoever loses that will have wasted and dumped a bunch in that 29-27, Pius. Dang it. <laughs> All right, so you know we, always the, we build it up they'll come few, back. <laughs> yeah, we build it up for a few seconds. But 29-27, uh, Pius. And uh, we'll get to some volleyball set up for the districts and sub-districts uh, also here at the half. But let's take a look at our PlatteRiverPreps.com scoreboard. PlatteRiverPreps.com. If you're at a ball game like South Loop and Ansley Litchfield, we're looking uh, for score updates on that. But a lot of the 7 o'clock games are just getting ready to kick off. So here's what we've got for you. In D1 in the West Bracket, the winner of this game will play Hemingford. If it's Arcadia Loop City, they travel all the way out to the northwestern part of the state. And if it happens to be Elm Creek rallying, then they'll get to play them at home. But Hemingford beat Arapahoe 60-14. The three-seed Nebraska Christian is now 9-0 after a 76-40 win over Ainsworth. At halftime, our game, 14-0. Arcadia Loop City leading Elm Creek in the second quarter. Amherst gave up the first score, but now has scored 26 in a row. And the Broncos leading Sutherland by a score of 26-8. The winner there will most likely get number one seed Burwell in the uh, second round. Uh, Also in the second quarter, North Central leading Neely Oakdale 28-14. Burwell and Palmer, South Loop and Ansley Litchfield about ready to kick off. And then at 7.30, Cambridge is at Dundee County Stratton. 
in the east bracket in D1. Number one, Creighton, an 82-28 win over Southern at the half. It is Osceola High Plains, 18-14 over Brooding Davenport Shickley. That is and would be the major shocker so far of the day as Osceola High Plains leading BDS by four, the defending state champions in D2. And the team most people think is the best team in there right now. So we'll see how that all plays out. Uh, other scores in the second quarter. It is Wisner Pilger, 14, Lord Central Catholic, 8. Lutheran High Northeast leads Elmwood Murdoch, 16-8. to eight. And Fullerton and Laurel Concord are now tied 14-all in the second quarter. Guardian Angels has jumped out to a 22-0 lead over Thayer Central in the first quarter. Howells Dodge taking on Cross County, and Exeter Milligan Friend taking on East Butler, uh, getting ready to kick off here at 7 o'clock. In D2, in the west bracket, final, Lawrence Nelson goes on the road and beats Juanita Palisade by a score of 38-8. Fourth quarter, it is Clearwater Orchard leading Brady 48-6. Halftime, Mullen only has a 14-6 lead over Paxton in the 116 matchup. What that makes you wonder is, is Mullins running back playing? 14-6. Wow. Garden County leading Medicine Valley at the half in the 8-9 matchup. 22-0 in the second quarter. Sandhill Stedford 14. Bertrand 12. Games that are just kicking off on the breeze. 94.5. Giltner is at Overton. Tw- uh, Twin Loop is at Kennesaw on 1230 AM KHAS. And Riverside is hosting Central Valley. In the D2 East bracket, final scores, Johnson Brock over Pender, 82-3, and Fall City Sacred Heart shuts out Wynott, 42-0. In the fourth quarter, Bloomfield leads Meridian, 38-14, and Osmond leading Diller Odell, 32-24 in the fourth. In the second quarter, (laughs) excuse me, Clarkson Lee and Hardington Newcastle are tied at 28 and the games that are just kicking off, the top seed in the East, Humphrey St. Francis playing Wausau, Randolph taking on Plainview, and Allen taking on Emerson Hubbard. Here again, it's 14 to nothing. Arcadia Loop City with the lead over Elm Creek, and we've got an injury to report here, Larry. Yeah, somewhere in that last drive, Doug, uh, it, uh, excuse me, I just lost it, Drew Levendusky for um, Loop City went out. Looks like it's a shoulder injury. They've put uh, the ice on him, no shoulder pads on, so I would say you're not getting him back here in the second half. The injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We have six football games that we are going to be covering tomorrow, starting with a six-man contest as we will have a 3 o'clock kickoff on ESPN 1460, SEM traveling out to Hyannis, uh, SEM making the playoffs after actually happened to forfeit a couple of games last year. So good to see them doing some good things. And then our five evening games tomorrow. Here on Power 99, Sutton will host Battle Creek. On the Breeze, 94.5, Hastings St. Cecilia will be at St. Paul. Carney High will be at Bellevue West on ESPN 1460. Adams Central will host Central City on ESPN 1550. And Hastings will be at McCook on 1230 AM KHAS. You can follow along as well at Platte River Preps. Dot com. Larry, I know you're going to be over uh, assisting on the uh, St. Paul Hastings St. Cecilia game tomorrow. Uh, how does that one look in your eyes? Well, it's going to be an interesting game. St. Paul, Doug, is very young. They're all sophomores. They're going to graduate Carson Morgan, the tight end, who's a fantastic player. But they're a team that just is, they're nasty. They run uh, veer option and toss out there. And they're really, to Eli Larson, they're really good at it. But really, and they just want to do all this offensive stuff. What makes them tough 
is their defense. Their defense is really stingy. You know, against Norfolk Catholic in week four, Doug, they led 14-7 to and a legit 14-7 to in the way that had gone. They're a really good team. St. Cecilia is an interesting team in they're still really good at running their trap stuff and the stuff that he's always done, but they can get in a little bit of spread. Their offensive line's not small. It's not bad. Uh, Coach Tesmer will have a solid plan there. There's a chance that could be a tough game. If you can take Eli Larson and slow him down a little bit, they become somewhat mortal. In my opinion, and we've played them, I've literally have watched every single snap they've played all year except for the GICC game, and I think Seward, the fullback, is the most important player on their team. So St. Cecilia got to stop the fullback. If they can stop the fullback and stop counter, they'll be in that game. It should be a pretty good game. I'm telling you, though, the one tomorrow night is Sutton Battle Creek. Both those teams could make deep, deep runs into these playoffs. Donovan Trumbull is going to get a rough draw again tomorrow. A couple of 7-10 matchups. Donovan Trumbull has to take on Aquinas and Grand Island. Your alma mater has to take on their old nemesis in Omaha North. Yeah, and I'm not so sure Grand Island's not the best team in Class A. Legitimately, Doug, the trouble is, is you've got to find a way to tackle Xander Gray maybe as many as 40 times tomorrow night. Omaha North cannot throw the ball. They do not have any quarterback play whatsoever. Their offensive line is huge, and they're going to hand it to Xander Gray. And it's there's just no escaping that. I don't think the back end of Omaha North's defense is good enough to stay with Cole Evans and what Coach T's got going on offense there. The Donovan game, this is an interesting game. We played Donovan earlier in the year. Donovan's a tremendous football team. Griffin Hendricks, the quarterback, great player, keeps you in every game. Those two inside linebackers are off the charts for Donovan, and they've got a couple guys on the line, especially a D lineman who is really, really good. That'll be a good football game. All right, here it is, a competitive football game in Arcadia Loop City, leading Elm Creek at the half, 14 to nothing. You're listening to High School Football, the state playoffs brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, your care, our inspiration. Back with more, including a little look at what's going on in the volleyball world and our halftime stats in a minute. Loop Agency, Loop Realty, and Loop City would like to say good luck to all the area athletes in this week's competition. Loop Agency is working to provide you the best insurance and real estate services available based on your needs because we can and you deserve it. Loop Agency, Loop Realty, where we write insurance and sell service. Call Amy at 308-745-1097 in Loop City. Good luck, athletes. Today, someone's paying 30 to 50% less than you do for auto repair. That's because today that someone has their vehicle repaired at Country Boy Auto Service and Repair of Holdry. Country Boy Auto Service and Repair promises to beat any written local repair estimate. Not many do that, but Country Boy Service and Repair does, plus access seven days a week. Call them at 308-995-0119. 308-995-0119. Or Country Boy Auto Service and Repair on Facebook. You'll say, thank God my car. As a country boy. Well, as we told you, the uh, district and sub-district volleyball pairings uh, have come out. Class A will play next Wednesday. Kearney High will be going to Gretna in the A6. 
Uh, this is all on a Halloween. Carney, the two seed, will play Lincoln North Star, and then if they win that, most likely we'll get Gretna. Let's be honest. The three and four seeds have six and seven wins. Carney has 21, and Gretna has 19. So Carney playing in the Heartland Athletic Conference final tonight. Dropped the first set to Pius 29-27, trying to break a huge drought of going to the state tournament. And Coach Jessica Day's team might have a chance on Wednesday for Grand Island. They will play Millard West at five o'clock down at Miller on Wednesday. Again, the Carney game is at 5.45, and if they win that, then they turn right around again and play the finals. Class B will be playing on Tuesday, the B6 at Hastings. Hastings, the top seed, will play York at 4.30, followed by Aurora at Northwest, and then the final, the B7 at North Platte. Uh, North Platte will host Holdridge, and then Lexington will be taking on McCook. In the uh, C19, that's what we'll have from Grand Island Senior High here on Power 99. Five teams in it. So Monday, Adam Central will play Gibbon at 4.30, followed by Minden and Kearney Catholic at 6. And the winner of Game 1 will take on Grand Island Central Catholic at 7.30. Uh, remember, this year... Everybody is in that new district. You win your sub-district, and they seed you across the state to find out who you play in the district. So you're not going to necessarily be playing somebody just down the road. The C-110 is at Central Valley High School in Greeley. Monday night, Ord will play Ravenna. The winner gets St. Paul. Centura will take on Broken Bow. At Adams Central, Sutton and Sandy Creek, the play-in game. The winner gets defending state champion Superior. Fillmore Central will play Thayer Central. The C-29 at St. Paul. Burwell the top seed. They'll play Palmer on Monday night with Arcadia Loop City taking on Twin River at 6 o'clock with the final to follow. In Minden, Wood River will play Franklin. The winner takes on the top seed, Blue Hill. Hastings-St. Cecilia will take on Donovan Trumbull. That should be a heck of a sub-district there in Minden. C-211 is at Cozad. Southern Valley will play Maxwell. The winner gets the top seed, South Loop. Amherst and Elm Creek will play at Cozad at 6 o'clock on Monday night. So that's what we've got going on with some of our area teams. Class D also going on uh, on uh, Monday night. If you have uh, five teams, you'll have a final on Tuesday. If you don't, everybody's going to finish up on Monday night, give an extra day of rest, and then all the district finals are next Saturday. 14 to nothing in favor of Arcadia Loop City, and we will be back and give you the first half stats of the Rebels and Elm Creek Buffaloes. You're listening to the state football playoffs brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. And welcome back to high school football and the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. 
Let's take a look at the first half stats of today's football game. First off for the Elm Creek Buffaloes, Xavier Perez, 12 carries, 48 yards. Hans Robbins, one carry, seven yards. And Karsten McCarter, three carries for 17 yards. 16 rushing attempts for 72 yards here for Elm Creek. Through the air, McCarter has put it up seven times. He's completed two of those, and he has one pick in the football game. Just 13 yards through the air, 72 on the ground, 85 yards of offense for Elm Creek. They have four first downs. They've punted it four times for an average of 34 yards. They have one turnover and interception on their opening drive, two penalties for 10 yards. For Arcadia Loop City, I have Caden Cusick, 15 carries, 94 yards. Jared Larchick, six carries, 50 yards. Preston Rogers, one carry, one yard. The quarterback, Jaden Jones, two carries for negative four yards. 24 rushing attempts, 141 yards on the ground for the Rebels through the air. Jones put it up eight times, completed six of them. Two touchdowns, no interceptions, 88 yards through the air, 141 on the ground, 229 yards, and 10 first downs in the first half for the Rebels. They punted it twice, only for an average of 20 yards, and then they had the turnover right before halftime after a completed catch. They fumbled it into the end zone, and they do have six penalties for 33 yards. Our scoring recap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. On the first drive that the Rebels had, it was all on the ground until they faced a fourth and goal at the five, and that's when Jane Jones hit Tucker Quinn on a five-yard touchdown pass. The run was no good, made it six to nothing, and then with 10.33 to go in the second quarter, a 49-yard screen from Jones to Larchick on a third down and sixth play. Jones hit Quinn on the two-point pass, and that made it 14 to nothing, and that's where we're at here at the half. Your scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau agent. 14 to nothing, and Arcadia Loop City gets the ball to start the second half. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report for quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business. Contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. And Gage Claybaugh tries an onside kick here to start the second half, and Arcadia Loop City easily covers that one, Larry, and that's kind of two things. You don't want to kick it to Rogers, yeah. and you haven't been able to move the ball much, and you haven't able, really been able to stop Arcadia Loop City, so does it matter if they march it 70 yards Doug, or 50 yards? Doug, here's the deal. Even if they get a stop, the, that whole thing maybe cost you 10 yards. There's no way Rogers didn't get in that to the 20. Yeah, so it'll be first down and 10 at their own 34-yard line. They come back to what has been basically their base offense here out of that single wing. And we'll explain that again to you as Jones takes it, hands it off to Kusick. Kusick works over the left guard. He gets five to the 39-yard line. Yeah, the way that works is quarterback's in the pistol directly behind the center. One back is about a half yard behind the quarterback to one side, and then the other back is about a half yard in front of the quarterback. And you don't know who's necessarily getting it, but it's all power concepts, and it's old-school single wing. It's maddening to defend because it's so simple and stupid, but you can't stop it when somebody's good at it. Second down and six at the 39-yard line. Jones calling the cadence. 
Takes the snap, hands it off. Kusick, left side, has room, 35. He's got the sideline, 30. Claybaugh runs him down, and he'll be brought down inside the 20. But we have a penalty flag, and it might be our first hold of the night. Yeah, Loop City, though, I, this may come back, but Loop City's just doing a fantastic job there, feeding Kusick off tackle. And it will be hold right where the first down was, so they're actually going to get a little bit of yardage out of this. So Kusick gets six, and then it'll be back ten. Probably actually going to gain a yard on this. It'll be about second down and five. They should mark it. Excuse me, it'll be second down and about uh, nine to go. They'll mark it at the 35. So that is the seventh penalty of the ball game. And it'll be second down and nine at their own 35-yard line. Rebels up 14 to nothing here on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island. Everybody calling for the football. This time it's a direct snap. Kusick wants to try the right side. Perez is there to wrap him up, but Kusick runs him over and gets two yards on the tackle. Yeah, that's it's just what this offense can just bowl you over. But now here you get that third and long situation. Elm Creek has forced one punt, and they've had a turnover, and uh, Arcadia Loop City has converted on a couple of third and longs. But they have not been afraid to throw it in these situations either. Right. So third down, and they're going to go to the I formation and put Jones under center on third down and seven. Jones takes it, fakes the handoff, rolls to his right, throws it out here in the flat, and overshoots his first man, and his second man, Ozentoski, just about got back to it. They ran and dr- uh, drug Quinn underneath, but Ozentoski couldn't get it to it. It was a little bit underthrown for him, and that'll bring up fourth down. Yeah, there the first receiver had come clean, had come open on the drag across the field. They didn't pick him up. And so Acadia Loop City has had to punt it a couple of times. I think I said once, and the second time they dropped the snap and didn't get a good one off. Larchick handles it this time, boots it high into the air. It's going to be short. Fair catch called for, but can't get to it. It bounces at the 20 and rolls to about the 18-yard line. So, again, a short boot, about 24 yards, and Elm Creek will have their first crack here in the second half. Yeah, if Loop City uh, gets in any issue on offense, they decide to get in that three-by-one. They can run the flat game all they want there. So we'll see what happens as they come back. Elm Creek now, I still think it's get in that read option, put Loop City in space. But Elm Creek's got to find a way to move the ball. Just 85 total yards in the first half, and 15 of that was on the first play of the game. Yeah, their, their yards have come out of that read option look where they're they're making Loop City play assignment football. If they run at Loop City, they're going to lose all their teeth, I'm telling you. Smith split wide to the right. McCarner out of the shotgun, and he's going to hand it off. First man bounces Perez off of an offensive lineman, kicks it out to the 25, and gets close to the 30-yard line. He runned, wanted to run it up in between the ends, and... When he ran off left end, he just ran right into his own man, got blocked into him, and he kicked it out. And he's going to be right at the first down marker, and it's going to be enough to move the chains. Yeah, that was nice. That's out of that same look. That's that 10 personnel look. So Perez now, 59 yards on 13 carries. Kusick, 108 yards on 18 carries for Arcadia Loop City. First down and 10. Ball at the 30 excuse me, at the 29-yard line here for the Rebels. Yeah, Loop City's now in a three-man front. They've gotten out of the four-man front in this look. 
So the Buffaloes trying to make some changes here in the second half. McCarter wants to throw down the right side into double coverage. Jump ball. And I think that's a catch. You always give it to the offensive player, and he comes down with it. What a catch. Yeah, I think. And they're going to give a first down here to Elm Creek. What a catch over there. Yeah, does a nice job. I think what's going to happen there, Doug, is he's going to rip it away from Preston Rogers. Preston Rogers caught that ball. And on the ground, it's going to get ripped away. And you, you teach your kids compete, compete, compete. A 24-yard play. Trey Miner going up and making the catch. And that is the most passing yards that we have seen all night long. They only had 13 total in the first half. So into Arcadia Loop City territory. At the 25-yard line, McCarter, read option. He's going to keep it off left side. Gets a good block to the 20. Gets to the outside 15. Stays in bounds. Works his way to the 11-yard line. First down and 10 again, a gain of 16 for Karsten McCarter. And here come the Buffaloes, something that they needed. They had a good drive to start the game. They've got a good drive to start the second half. Yeah, this is what we talked about at the end of the half, Doug, in that last drive where they ran out of time there, or when it was short time and they were trying to throw it around. They need to stay committed to this offense and run the additional concepts that come off of it, and they're going to be fine. And Elm Creek's hustling in and out of the huddle. They open it up with twins to the left side. They've got Perez in the slot. They usually put him in motion, and they do. Snaps off the mark, and McCarter's just going to have to run, and he is going to have to eat it. He is brought down back at the 14-yard line, a loss of three on the play. Yeah, now let's see how um, Elm Creek works when they're not on schedule. Loop City struggled tonight, not on schedule. Elm Creek's made them pay. Now can Loop City make Elm Creek pay when they're behind the chains? You know how we talked about momentum in volleyball at halftime? No question. Uh, Pius beat Carney 29-27 in the first set. Pius beats Carney 25-10 in the second half in the Heartland Athletic Conference Championship game. Pius ranked number one and number two in the state's two newspapers. Here it is second down and 13 for Elm Creek. They are at the 14-yard line of Arcadia Loop City, trailing 14 to nothing, with nine minutes to go here in the third quarter. Pitch play, student body left, Perez looking for a hole, now cuts back to the right side, he gets to the 10, to the 5, he's hit, he leans, and he's short of the goal line, but he should have a first down. And you got an injured player on this play, Doug. But that was a great cutback. As I've said, Loop City plays that laterally so darn well. And there they did, but they crossed over to that front hip. And when he stuck his foot in the ground, everybody was going the wrong direction. Yeah, and when he went back that direction, that's where our injured lineman is here for Arcadia Loop City. And we will have to take a look and see who that is. Injury update brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you laying flat on the back. And they're looking... I believe, at the leg of one of the Arcadia Loop City offensive linemen. So with 8.50 to go here in the first half, the Rebels lead Elm Creek 14 to nothing, but it's going to be first and goal at the one for the Buffaloes when we return. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. 
Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Well, the good news is he is able to walk off. Uh, Gus Ducker is uh, who the injured player was, and he is able to walk off the field under his own power here. So Ducker walks off the field for Arcadia Loop City. They bring in a new lineman, McCarter, first and goal at the one for Elm Creek, lines up under center, takes it, runs it himself off right guard, and now can't get out there, and he'll reverse his field and get into the end zone for a touchdown. He was trying to follow his blocking back off the right end, and got shoved backwards, and McCarter just reversed his field, and obviously there was well, nobody there then for Luke City. They ran it directly at Jacob Jarabic. If you're going to try to run a sneak, don't try to run it against a mountain. <laughs> but they were able to get it cut back. Actually, Jarabic did such a nice job of clogging the thing up. Everybody else got stuck inside, and it got cut back. Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And, you know, for years, Elm Creek has always been able to provide a kicker and they're going to go for two in a 14-6 to six football game. We saw this happen yeah. last year in Burwell, Doug, you, when you and I did Elm Creek Burwell. And they beat them 14-12. to 12. Back to pass. Fade pattern. No. Robbins caught it and fell down before he got to the pylon. Hans Robbins was open, but it was a little bit behind him, and he lost his balance, and the two-point conversion pass is no good. 8.30 to go, third quarter. Arcadia Loop City 14 and Elm Creek 6. Whether you go to Carney High, we just got to be ready for whatever they show us and and attack it the best we can. Or a Huskies fan. Aurora has scored four in a row to go up 23-22 in the third set. Prefer the Vikings. Rolls it across the dig is made. Outside attack, termination, and Northwest win. Are from Arcadia Loop City. 22-4 on the season. Now this is their first trip to state or anywhere in between. You can find everything you need to follow your team at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. With our producer engineer, Cassie Sloan back at the station. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, a pooch kick here. Taken at the 25 on the run. Larchek 30, 35, 40, and he'll be shoved out of bounds at the 35-yard line. So Larchek all over the place for Arcadia Loop City and a good return here for the Rebels. Well, if you're going to pooch it, don't pooch it to their fullback that can beat you on any play. (laughs) I mean, they've got to pooch it. I understand that piece, but that's always the worst part is the minute that guy catches it, you go, oh, no. He's a load to bring down, and so Arcadia Loop City will get it at the Elm Creek 35-yard line, and already a little momentum back in their corner. 14-6, Rebels with the football, trying to win their third straight, and then they'd make the trip out to Hemingford, but Elm Creek's hanging with them, scoring on their first drive of the third quarter. Out of the pistol, direct snap to Kusick again. Looks up the middle, then bounces out to the right side. Runs over a man at the 30. Keeps the legs churning to the 24. 
to the 26 is where they'll say that he stepped out of bounds. Yeah, the pullers for Luke City on that, Doug, are doing a good job. They're getting there. Gain of nine. A lot of big first down yardage situations. They are getting six, seven, eight, nine a lot tonight. And when they're not, then that's when they ended up punting the football. And one time, a couple times, maybe because of penalty. Yeah, when they stay on schedule, they're tough. High formation. Jones under center, gives it to the fullback, Larchick. Easy first down and gets to the linebackers who drag him down at the 20-yard line and gain a six. Yeah, Jaden Kalnuski there on the trap just did a fantastic job, Doug. Pius now leads Carney 11-8 in the third setup, two games to none. We'll get to our prep scoreboard here for you in just a minute and update some other scores. Amherst leading Sutherland 26-14 on ESPN 1460. First down and 10 at the 20. Straight up the middle again, Larchick. Two, three Buffaloes finally bring him down at the 14-yard line. A gain of five. That is some tough, tough running. McCarter's in there. Claybaugh's in there. Yeah, they did a nice job, but that was just trapped the other way now. In the second quarter, Burwell leads Palmer 20-6. to six. North Central over Neely Oakdale, 28-14. North Central, one of the teams that beat the Rebels this year. Second and five at the 14-yard line of Elm Creek. Staying in the I formation, giving it to Kusick this time, who's the fullback, and he got hit. That time, the center got blown up for Arcadia Luke City, and he lost all of his momentum and lost a yard of the play. Yeah, I may have missed it. That almost looked like dive. I don't know if I saw the guard go that time. That's the first time we've had a negative play for any of the running backs for Arcadia Loop City. They got Jones one time on a naked bootleg for a six-yard loss. Third down and six at the 15-yard line of Elm Creek. 14-6 Arcadia Loop City looking for more. Staying out of the eye, Jones gives it off to the eye back. Kusick, Kusick able to fight off an ankle tackle, get inside the 10 and fall at the seven-yard line. A gain of eight, and it's first down and goal. Yeah, you're just not going to stop him when he gets that head of steam going. They've got him dot in the eye seven deep, so by the time he gets to the line of scrimmage, he's got all the power going forward. So a first down, first first down of the half here for the Rebels. As we approach the 6.30 mark of quarter number three, 14-6, Arcadia Loop City. First and goal at the seven. Out of the eye formation again, Jones. Calling the cadence, looks right, takes it, hands it off to Kusick. Big hole over the left side. Then he's ankle tackled at about the three, a gain of... Four on the play. It'll be second down and goal. Yeah, that's a great deal. They ran that just a second ago. They block everybody down and then kick the D end out with the fullback. Just slide him right in there. Second down and goal. The Rebels doing what they do best. Now Kusick's at fullback again. Trying to run you over. Kusick the fullback. Larchick the eye back. Second and goal at the three. They give it to Kusick. Bounces off the defender and gets into the end zone for a Rebel touchdown. Well, that's a nasty trap. I'm just telling you, Jaden Kalnuski is the right guard trapping the uh, left down uh, lineman. Just a fantastic job. So Arcadia Loop City only had to go 35 yards, and they answer the Elm Creek touchdown with one of their own. So the first rushing touchdown of the night for Arcadia Loop City. And they're going to line up and go for two. Same way they've been moving the ball most of this drive out of the I formation. Jane Jones looking things over with his offensive line. Finally goes under center. 
And wonder what happened. He must have had somebody that didn't have their equipment ready or something. Yeah, they got to burn a timeout. It would have been a delay a game. He stood and was looking to the opposite sideline, or actually his left end, for a long, long time there, Larry. Yeah, he was looking at Tucker Quinn, and then it looked like Tucker put his mouthpiece in or something, and then he kept looking at him. I'm not sure what happened. So a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with the PAT pending. It's Arcadia Loop City 20, Elm Creek 6. Loop Agency, Loop Realty, and Loop City would like to say good luck to all the area athletes in this week's competition. Loop Agency is working to provide you the best insurance and real estate services available based on your needs because we can and you deserve it. Loop Agency, Loop Realty, where we write insurance and sell service. Call Amy at 308-745-1097 in Loop City. Good luck, athletes. Doug Duda, Larry Baker with you here on Classic Hits Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Loop City, and Elm Creek. Awaiting the PAT here, had to call a timeout, Arcadia Loop City did, so they're getting ready to go forward on the ground here again. And now, under center, Jaden Jones. For the two-point conversion, turns, hands it off to his second back. Kusick hit, but he keeps the legs going, and he's into the end zone for two points. 6.02 remaining here in the third quarter. Arcadia Loop City 22, Elm Creek 6 on Power 99. They won't stop that play again tonight. This sports broadcast is proudly brought to you in part by Foster Family Foods in Elm Creek. Foster's is your full-service grocery store. Shop Foster's Family Foods for the finest meats, freshest produce, and every week there are great savings and specials. Fast, friendly, hometown, personal service. At Foster's Family Foods in Elm Creek, your satisfaction is always our number one goal. Foster's Family Foods, the little store that's big on you. Best of luck to all the area athletes. The officers and staff of First Tier Bank take pride in providing professional banking services with several convenient locations in Elm Creek, Kearney, and Holdridge. First Tier Bank offers a full line of banking and financial services, including checking and savings accounts, loans, investment, and insurance services. Ask about the new Wealth Builder Loan Program and the online banking services offered at First Tier, including online bill pay. First Tier Bank, Kearney, Elm Creek, and Holdridge, an equal housing lender. Member FDIC. Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth. We're here in Loop City bringing you state playoff action, and Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. The ball's in the air. It's returnable. Taken by Perez at the five. He's going to get to the 15 20 outside. He slips, gets through a tackle to the 25 yard line before he is brought down. And in on the tackle again for Arcadia Loop City is going to be Clayton Detlefs, one of the two guys that helped to bring him down. First and 10, Elm Creek. So does this turn into a kind of an offensive second half? After a 14-0 first half, each team has scored on their last possession. Yeah, Elm Creek's got a score here, though, Doug, because Loop City, I think, has found the stride again in that running game and the way they did it in that last drive. I think Elm Creek's going to struggle stopping that. And now, yeah, it's two scores, but it's two scores and two two two-point conversions. So they can't take the lead without scoring three times. McCarter out of the shotgun, twins to the right. Read option, gives it to his high back. Perez gets a little, excuse me, that's going to be Robbins that's carrying the football that time. Gets a couple. Yeah, that's inverted veer there. They're running a front side read instead of a read option read in the backside read. You've got to, you can run that both ways. We've got NFL football tonight on ESPN 1550. The Texans and Dolphins are scoreless 
through the first four minutes. 22-6, Arcadia Loop City, midway through the third quarter. It was 14 to nothing, and Arcadia Loop City fumbled it into the end zone with less than a minute to go in the third. And off Perez, big hole left side, and trying to just run over guys. Usually Perez cuts outside. That time he just tried to go right over Tucker Quinn, and Quinn brought him down at the 32-yard line, a gain of five. You better have a bunch of nickels in your pockets if you're going to go over Tucker Quinn. And for Elm Creek, a lot of these third-down situations in the football game tonight. Yeah, and they're tough. They just wear you out. As a play caller, they're tough. Third and three at their own 33-yard line. Go out of the eye formation this time. McCarter has both of his backs. Pitch play right side, halfback pass wide open down the field as Blake Engenberger. He catches it, and he is gone. Touchdown, Elm Creek on the halfback pass of 47 yards. Yeah, they just they had him lined up at tight end, ran toss to the wide side. He was a tight end to the uh, to the hash, and he just took it straight out, and nobody went. Well, those are the ones that you practice, and you know they're, you know they're there. you got to convert them. And now a crucial two-point conversion coming up here for the Buffaloes to uh, cut it to eight. Yeah, because in a lot of ways here, if you don't get the two-point conversion, it's almost still like nothing hurt in a sense. Yeah, a little momentum back for Arcadia Loops Indian. You know Elm Creek's not going to pin you deep with a kick. They'll split Trey Miner out wide to the left. Shotgun this time for McCarter with Perez flanking him to his left for the two-point conversion. And they'll hand it off to Perez, and he is going nowhere. He is swarmed by three different Arcadia Loop City defenders. They're all over it over there. The two-point conversion is no good. So, nice 47-yard halfback pass. Our five-points bank touchdown from Xavier Perez to Blake Engenberger. It's now 22-12, Arcadia Loop City leading Elm Creek. Comfort Tech Service in Elm Creek is the premier source for quality heating, air conditioning, and refrigeration in central and western Nebraska. Serving all the surrounding communities, we pride ourselves on great service with quality that is second to none. Mark prides himself on customer service and attention to detail. Comfort Tech Service can help you with HVAC from residential to business. Pairing Mitsubishi Electric, Climate Master, and Luxaire to the economical brands Pain and Comfort Maker, we install systems that work and meet the bottom line. Good luck, athletes. When you hear we go further, you think Ford. When you hear we sell service, you think Erickson Ford. Serving and supporting the communities of Arcadia and Loop City since 1972. Go Rebels! Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer-engineer, Cassie Sloan, ready to bring you more high school football. Don't forget... At the end of our football coverage tonight, the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show, both tonight and tomorrow after our high school football playoff action. As Elm Creek ready to kick it away. This one they put a little boot into, and Rogers will take it at the 7, right in the middle of the football field, 10, 15. Runs into a pile and brought down just across the 20. That's pretty good coverage. Hans Robbins and uh, Nathan Schaefer in there on the tackle for Elm Creek. That's where I say, like, I don't mind that onside kick. or there. I mean, it's about 10 yards is all you're going to give up. Assuming you make the tackle. Second quarter on the breeze, 94.5. Giltner, 20. Overton, 14. Kennesaw leading Twin Loop, 24-6 on 1230 AM KHAS. And Amherst now leading Sutherland, 34-14 on ESPN, 14-60. Ball back in the hands of the Rebels. With an offset eye, they'll give it to the fullback. Larchick straight ahead to the 25, to the 27. He just 
Whoever has it, it seems like Larry just drags them forward. And you got to give credit to the boys up front and Jarabic and uh, Kalinowski, as you've said. Death lifts up there, just moving folks uh, up front. Well, and the thing is here is this is the drive that just takes Elm Creek's heart out if Loop City can just keep pounding it and grinding it right at them because you just see the game evaporate if that's the case. Second out and four at their own 28-yard line, leading it by 10, 22 to 12. And Kusick on the handoff, but we are going to get penalty flags before this play can develop. Somebody must have moved. That usually is a five-yard off um, illegal procedure. Either that or they could have lined up in the neutral zone. Nope. And a five-yard illegal procedure penalty. That is going to be the eighth penalty on Arcadia Loop City, and that is the fifth one of those. That'll let us take a look at the scoreboard a little bit more here. Burwell leading Palmer 20-6 in the second quarter. North Central leading Neely Oakdale 34-26 in the second. South Loop 16-0 over Ansley Litchfield in the second. Second down and nine now. Jones staying under center. And he'll turn and hand it off to Kusick. Kusick brought down at the 25. Didn't get as much that time as he is sandwiched in there by Perez and Swartwood. Yeah, I think this Loop City team is built for the playoffs, Doug. Uh, if they stay out of their own way, they don't make mistakes like we've seen a few of these tonight. They're going to be a tough out because they're built to play November football. And uh, Lincoln Pius the 10th has completed a sweep of Carney High, 29-27, 25-10, 25-15 in the Heartland Athletic Conference Championship game. We'll have more football here. Scores for you in a second. Third down and seven. So they'll go to that pistol, and they'll just hand it off to Kusick, who's hitting the backfield this time, and just gets back to the line of scrimmage. Shooting through there that time for the Buffaloes was Perez. That was a fantastic job by Xavier Perez. So fourth down, and we are going to see the fourth punt of the football game here for Arcadia Loop City. So as much as it looks like they just can't be stopped, Elm Creek finds a way yeah, to stop them a couple of times. And again, those penalties, even at five yards, just... Really hurting the Rebels. In an offense like this, those five yards kill you because they put you behind the chains. So on fourth down, ball spotted at the 24. Larchick to boot it away. There's his best one. And this one is going to be taken by Smith at the 21. And he gets through an ankle tackle and up to the 25-yard line. Yeah, Kobe Smith does a nice job there. I mean, it's just another sophomore. You know, Doug, on this entire roster, you're only talking about four seniors in Five seniors and, like, three juniors. This is a very young Elm Creek team. Oh, do they have another crazy one in their pocket here? Looks like about a 35-yard punt, the best of the night for Larchick. And Elm Creek trailing by 10 with 2.12 remaining here in the third quarter. Been a long third quarter, Doug. Elm Creek has scored twice here after being shut out in the first half. Twins to the right side. They'll send Perez in motion, fake the handoff, roll to the right. Nobody to throw to. McCarter in trouble, but he's going to scramble out of there, gets to the 30, follows the block of Perez to the 35, and then steps out of bounds at the 38-yard line. I think there was supposed to be another man in the pattern out there because when he looked right, there was nobody to throw to. Well, that's the worst part. Loop City's doing the right thing. They're playing coverage now uh, with the lead. It makes sense, but that makes some of those scramble around spots a little tougher because there's so much space that gets created. So a gain of 12 on the play, and it moves the ball out to the 38-yard line. First down and 10. So what the Buffaloes have been doing offensively in this third quarter has been working. 
And this time Perez right off the right side gets hit at midfield and falls forward for a couple more into Rebel territory. They'll mark him at the 38-yard line. That's fantastic gain on first down. Well, five, I mean, mathematically four, but if you're getting five or anything better than that on first, that gives you a lot of options. Now, they've kind of went to the air on these plays when they aren't second and five a couple of times tonight. I'd run it. But Claybaugh comes out. Miner's back in. How key was that call on the minor jump ball catch uh, earlier in this yeah, quarter no that helped them keep their drive alive and get that first score? Yeah, the one that looked like Preston Rogers had picked it, Doug. You're exactly right. And Elm Creek can't get the play in in time, and the Buffaloes will have to call a timeout. Each team has used one here in the third quarter. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney with 1.20 to go in the third. Arcadia Loop City 22, Elm Creek 12. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. No matter where you are, even out in this cornfield, when you work with CHS, you're connected. Connected to global grain buyers and food companies. Connected to dependable energy at the pump, at home, and on the job. Connected to food ingredients tailored to your specific needs. Whether it's in energy, grains, or foods, you're connected. CHS, resources for enriching lives. Big thank you to Athletic Director Paul Henry and all the folks here in Loop City for their hospitality. State football brought to you by Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weegis and Todd Travis, your Pioneer Seed dealer. Second down and five now for Elm Creek, and McCarter's going to hand it straight off the right side and nowhere to go. Hans Robbins, anytime he's touched it, they've done a pretty good job of covering him, and it's going to be a loss of about a half a yard. Well, there they come out and run veer option for the first time all night. And I'm just telling you, Jarovic's too long. He can play both. He had a hand on the fullback and was still able to reach towards the quarterback. So it'll be third down and all of five yards to go here at their own 38, or excuse me, at the uh, Arcadia Loop City 38-yard line. Send twins out to the left. Tight end to the right. Perez in that slot. They always motion him. Fake the handoff. Little hitch and go, went go a little late to Miner. It's picked off by Rogers at the 17-yard line. They ran a hitch and go, and Miner hitched a little too much. Well, Rogers just did a fantastic job. You teach a DB, don't try to jump things. Don't, don't be jumpy and trigger happy when somebody does something in front of you. All Rogers did is a fantastic job of staying in his backpedal, let the thing come to him, and when the ball got in the air, it was his. That was just great technique there by a freshman. So Lewandowski, who's no longer in the game because of a shoulder injury, got an interception in the first quarter, and now Preston Rogers comes away with an interception here that stops the drive at the 17-yard line. you got to throw the out route before you try to throw the out and up. <laughs> so first down and 10 Rebels, 22-12, to 12, 42 seconds to go here in the third quarter. Back to that single wing out of the pistol with it. They'll turn and they'll hand it to Kusick. He comes up the middle of the 20 and stretches forward to the 21-yard line. Four yards, and a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Yeah, Elm Creek for a three-and-five football team, Doug. This is a game team, without question. 
A lot yeah. of fight in this group. There's no doubt about it. Uh, their losses, Overton, Arapahoe, Burwell, South Loop, and then to Arcadia Loop City last week. And again, we've talked about it off air. This Arcadia Loop City team is not a four and four. No, they're six and two, seven and one. Yeah. And so every team Elm Creek has lost to has been six and two or better. It's just that uh, four and four is what the Rebels' record is. They give it to Kusick again off right side. He is hit by Dalton Keaton and uh, works his way across the 25 to the 26 yard line. A gain of five, and that'll be the end of the third quarter of play. You're listening to State Football Action brought to you by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. As we go to the fourth, it's Arcadia Loop City 22 and Elm Creek 12. Ken's Equipment in Loop City, in business since 1971 and is committed to providing you with the best customer service available. They are proud to offer the product lines of Massey Ferguson, Heston, Sunflower, White Planters, Schuler Feed Wagons, Westville Augers, and more. Stop by Ken's Equipment at 1110 O Street in Loop City. You will be glad you did. Or check us out online at kensequipment.com. Ken's Equipment in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. Kelly Sales and Service in Elm Creek is proud a supporter of the area athletes in tonight's game. See Kelly's for everything automotive, from minor tune-ups to major repairs. Or if you're tired of putting money into that old car, talk to them about great selection of used vehicles that they have on the lot. If they don't have the car that you're looking for, they can find it. Proud sponsor of all high school sports. Best of luck, Buffaloes. Our field conditions are brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Ag Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success this time of the year. Larry, uh, your field, it gets cold. The weather, we've had some rain. There's some lumps out there. It kind of gets... Kind of stings once in a while when you get tackled out there. Well, and field conditions are going to be bad everywhere because of those freezes we had a couple weeks ago killed this grass, and now it's kind of trying to come back. We played in some rain. Most of these fields are have in a little bit rough shape. It's a little lumpy. It looks nice, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a, it's a little lumpy out there. But the guys, we've only seen really one or two slips, and uh, Perez slipped once on him trying to make an amazing cutback. So that was more maybe on the cutback. First down and 10 now at their own 27-yard line. Arcadia Loop City to start the fourth quarter, leading it 22-12. to 12. Jones and all his backs slide over one spot to get behind the center, apparently, and not the guard. Turn, hand it off, and Kusick will put his hand on the ground and work his way out to the 30-yard line, a gain of three. And so far in the ball game, Caden Kusick, 145 yards. And I have him for 13 carries in the second half, so that's 28 in the ballgame. Perez has 82 yards on 16 carries for Elm Creek. Yeah, and Caden Kusick's got a big catch in there as well. Off of a screen pass. But he's going to be their guy here in November. There's no question about that. Second down and seven. Arcadia Loop City leading it by ten. Movement defensively in that secondary. And then the ball is dropped. And got kicked. And got kicked. And Elm Creek has got it covered on a fumble. And covering up is Xavier Perez. The first turnover of the night, or excuse me, the second turnover of the night for Arcadia Loop City. Each team has given it up twice. Yeah, just incredibly unlucky. Went to hand it to Kusick, and when it fell out of the mesh, it just fell directly down to Kusick's feet, and so Kusick was just simply running, and it kicked it all the way across the line of scrimmage. Just terrible bounce. 
So, 11-17 to go here in the ball game, and Elm Creek catches a break. Remember the other turnover, Arcadia Loop City was trying to stretch the ball into the end zone and fumbled it into the end zone right before halftime. Or we wouldn't be as close as we are now. Out of the shotgun, it's a wildcat, and it rolls back to Perez, and he grabs it and is able to go forward. Tucker Quinn will bring him down at about the 20 six-yard line, yeah, but was, the last two snaps have both been on the ground. Yeah, and it was really close to Perez having his knee on the ground as he picked it up there, which it would have made the play dead right there. Second down and eight. But this is a big moment for Elm Creek, Doug, here at the 25-yard line of Loop City. Yeah, you feel they have to score maybe only three possessions at the most that they would have left in this ball game. Under center now, McCarter, Robbins the fullback, and they're going to feed the big guy, and Hans got two or three, and then he is hit by Quinn and company. Again, it seems like sometimes the hole's a little bit bigger than it is, but that secondary has done a great job tonight for the Rebels. Well, you've got a situation here for the second time now in two drives. They've ran some veer option, uh, Doug, with the fullback, and they're just trying to let one of those linemen go to get guys to those linebackers. Kane. Gain of three, third and five. Miner will split out to the left. McCarter will be the center. Excuse me, will be out of the shotgun. Take the snap with Perez. Feed Perez. Should have kept it. Perez is hit immediately and driven backwards. Coming through strong. Tucker Quinn, and you can hear the crowd fired up, and it'll be fourth down, and they have to go for it. Fourth and five. Yeah, they ran that right into the linebacker. Definitely should have been a pull. And again, you can say that from up here. It's easy for us old guys with glasses on to try and see what's going on, but uh, they had Perez wrapped up while he was being handed the football. Fourth down and five after the Arcadia Loop City fumble. Can Elm Creek convert and get a first down to keep the drive alive? Miner split out wide to the left, and the slot left is Xavier Perez. Right side is your tight end, Blake Engenberger. Here comes Perez in motion from left to right. They want to throw it, fake it over the middle. Now McCarter will scramble. McCarter has room to the 20, to the 15, and he's going to step out of bounds at the 11-yard line to avoid taking a big hit. So McCarter makes a great scramble to keep the drive alive, 12 yards. Yeah, everybody followed receivers there. There was nobody out the back door. McCarter just about gets swallowed up behind the center. He did a fantastic job of kicking it out the back door. First down and 10 at the 11-yard line, 9-18 to go in the ballgame. Arcadia Loop City 22 and Elm Creek. 12. Other scores, Sutherland trying to come back. It's Amherst 34, Sutherland 26, fourth quarter on ESPN 14-60. Giltner still leads Overton in the second quarter, 20-14 on the breeze, 94-5. First and 10 at the 11 out of the pistol. Perez to the right, fakes it, wants to throw over the middle, and decides to tuck it up and run again. Here comes a penalty flag as he gets inside the five, dives for the pylon, hits the pylon, touchdown McCarter. But it's going to be called on Elm Creek. Yeah, I think they're going to call a hold. And Coach Jace Doolin not happy with that at all. He's out here on the numbers. Oh, that's a killer. If you're if you're Elm Creek, that's rough. I didn't see an offensive lineman engaged with anybody when he threw it. Maybe it was a receiver. And that is the first holding penalty of the game on Elm Creek. The third penalty at all on Elm Creek. And now you're behind the chains. But but I I will tell you, if I'm Elm Creek, I stay in this spread set. I send my receivers down the field and let McCarter scramble around because there's room. That's what he's been doing. So it'll be first and 20 at the 21. Down by 10, taking a touchdown off the board. 
They'll line up in the eye formation. Robbins the fullback. Perez the eye back. McCarter takes the snap, rolls to his right, wants to throw. Looking, looking, and here he is scrambling. Now he stops and throws to the end zone. Open, caught, touchdown. Miner got free. Yeah, Miner's standing there all alone. What a job by McCarter. He started to come up the right sideline in front of the Arcadia Loop City bench, and he stopped at the 21 with the line of scrimmage, the 20, and put it right on the numbers, and it is a four-point game. And Loop City been playing with the safety there. <laughs> Out of that eye formation, you know they're on first and 100. That's probably not going to be a run out of the eye. Our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank. The better bank in Kearney, a 21-yard touchdown pass from Karsten McCarter to Trey Miner. Elm Creek's just done a fantastic job hanging around, Doug, and taking advantage of every chance they've gotten. They'll put McCarter in the pistol, put Miner out wide to the left, and the low snap. Picked up. McCarter just got to chuck it into the end zone, and it is going to be intercepted. Again, a bad snap through that playoff. And with 9.03 to go, two-point conversions are the difference in this game. It is Elm Creek 22 and, excuse me, Arcadia Loop City 22 at Elm Creek 18 here on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Welcome back to more high school football as Elm Creek pooches the kick again. It's going to hit the ground at the 15, bounce by the return man, picked up at the 10-yard line, and now Elm Creek is all over this. 15, trying to spin out of there, still running at the 18 to about the 19-yard line. So Arcadia Luke City did a good job as Preston Rogers wasn't able to go over and get that one and scoop it up and at least get some positive yardage on it. I think that was Jaden Scott there, Doug. And that's just where your heart's in your throat as a coach because that ball comes out when those kids have it in those situations a lot of times. Yeah, we saw Jaden Scott contribute quite a bit a couple of weeks ago in the win up at Amherst. 8.55 to go in a game. 22-18, Arcadia Loop City leading Burwell. Now here we are back in this twins and trips. Look for trick play in here, Doug. We're going to get a penalty flag. It looked like maybe somebody ran off the field after they broke the huddle. Illegal substitution. I think so, and I think it's going to be on Elm Creek, not on the Rebels, but let's find out. They're backing them up. They had eight guys on, or nine guys on the field, and yeah, it is illegal substitution, but it's on the offense. So it'll be first out and 15. Yeah, I think Loop City could throw out of this uh, Twins trip set. They've got all kinds of stuff, but the way they ran it in the in the first deal, it looked like they were setting something up here. 
So four wideouts here. Twins left and right. Rodgers will run this for sure. Yeah, Rodgers is back there. It's a draw. 15, 20, 25. Sideline stayed in bounds and couldn't quite walk the tightrope and ran out of bounds at the 33-yard line, and we have got a flag on the field. Yeah, block in the back. That's the deal where you just got to tell your kid to be a cheerleader, man. And that's way down the field, too, Larry. Usually you see that where your back turns the corner. It's basically right. Well, now they're going to throw it back a few more yards at the 30. Illegal block in the back on Arcadia Loop City. Loop City can stay with this. They don't have anybody to stay with Rodgers. I'm just telling you. That's the first time that they have tried that play tonight. And so an illegal block will move it from the 30 back to the 20. They're actually going to gain five yards on that, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you got to call it from where it was. It's still going to be a gain. So it'll be, after all that, second down and 10. Yeah, they're going to stay right with it, and that's extremely smart. That is the 10th penalty tonight on the Rebels. Now Rodgers is going to come up under center, and he's going to sneak it off the right side. Makes the first man miss, makes the second man miss, but not the third, and he got back to the line of scrimmage, and that is it. It'll be third down. You just wait. He's going to step up, Doug, stick his hands under center, and he's going to pop back and send it over the top. You don't run this stuff to run it down the field. You run it to set something up. Still about nine yards to cover here. And they bring Jane Jones back in the game, and Arcadia Loop City is going to call a timeout. They will have one remaining. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. 8.15 to go in the game. Arcadia Loop City has the ball at a 22-18 lead over Elm Creek. It's second down, right? Two months after he got married, Ron was diagnosed with cancer. Just because of the the type of cancer I had directly affected the ability to have children. This basically would eliminate any chances of having children naturally. You know, we went from the joy of getting married and starting that part, and then poof, your perspective just completely flips. And so when I found out I was pregnant that Saturday, it was just absolutely mind-boggling. It was uh, one of the best days of my life. Made me forget about all that bad stuff that had happened. And I can't help but be incredibly proud because I never thought I'd have a chance to have a first Mother's Day or hold my baby. It just makes the love stronger. We are on in care of Faber. And our son Graham was born at Mary Lanning. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Rodgers will be in the backfield with Caden Quinn here as we return to action on second and nine. It's a low snap. He's having trouble picking it up, and Rodgers, just lucky to hold on to the football, is going to be knocked out at the 15-yard line, Larry, and it's third and 15. Yeah, as big a, as big a mistake as that was there, it really was still pretty heady of Rodgers to get the ball back. You can't give Elm Crick the ball. Now we're three by one again, Doug. Third and 15. Jones is in there as your quarterback. Trips to the left, single to the right. There's the snap. Bubble screen out here, complete to Tucker Quinn to the 20, and he's drug out of bounds at the 23-yard line, well short of the first down. And it'll be a punting situation here for Arcadia Loop City. And for the first time since the opening drive of the game, Larry, Elm Creek's going to get the ball with a chance to take the lead. Yeah, we'll see if they punt it. 
And at their own 23, and he just got to. That's only the that's actually the first completed pass of the second half here for the Rebels. So Jared Larchek, who just had his best punt of the game the last time he booted it, will get ready to kick it away here to Smith. Good snap, not much of a rush. High, short kick. Smith is going to come over and let, let it bounce, and it really doesn't go anywhere. It's just going to die at the 22-yard line. So it's a 35-yard punt, again, with no return. And it'll be Elm Creek football. They probably should have been down 20 or 22 to nothing at half, and now they've got a chance to take the lead. Yeah, they're. I mean, they're. this is the, what, first time they've had a chance to take the lead since they had the opening kickoff or at least when they got the ball back after that, I mean, since the first quarter. So we'll see. And I think if you're Elm Creek here, you just keep doing what you've done. Loop City, don't let them get behind you. They've thrown two over your head here. But last week, Elm Creek could have been in that game if they complete those passes because they got behind Loop City last week. First down and 10 at their own 22. The Buffaloes out of the I formation. Read option. McCarter keeps it around the right end. He's got room. 25, 30, cuts back 35, and he's at midfield before he's drug out of bounds. A gain of 18 on the play for Karsten McCarter, and he now has 73 yards rushing, and Elm Creek is in business. Want to give you another score. Sutherland and Amherst are now tied at 34 on ESPN 1460. Sutherland with three straight scores in that football game to get things tied up. Palmer is giving Burnwell a game 20-12 to in the second quarter of play. They might have just turned that into a takedown tournament in the end zone. <laughs> Let's see if we can get an update on the Giltner-Overton game, which has been 20-14 to 14 for quite a while. Direct snap. They'll hand it off to Robbins. Robbins just keeps running strong, and he gets inside the 35 to the 34, and you can tell there's some new energy in these Buffalo legs. Yeah, no doubt about it, Doug. There is beer option on first down, and there they just kind of ran uh, right into the teeth. Sometimes that's one of those spots where, like, if you're Luke City, you call timeout, go remind your guys how good they are because they are. And it is second down and five. Empty. Empty backfield. Yeah, except for McCarter. Twins to the right side. They snap. McCarter's going to go straight forward. There's some room. He dances. He backs his way inside the 30 to the 26-yard line. That's going to be a game eight. Yeah, Keaton Tran right there. Just did a fantastic job. Got Jacob Robin reach blocked. And he moved him about eight or about two gaps. What a fantastic block. Kathy and Jeff back in the studios. We the with our headsets would switch that off. Appreciate it. <laughs> Six minutes to go here in our fourth quarter. And the 22 to 18 in the city, they went 14 to nothing at the half. It's on the First down at 10. Gain does that seven-ish on first down. Second down and four. Got some good football going on tonight, and Sutherland has just scored again. They take the lead over Amherst, 40 to 34. Here it's second down and four at the 20-yard line of the Rebels. Elm Creek down four. Pitch play. Perez hitting the backfield and drop, coming through untouched that time. And making the tackle is going to be Logan Gregory. Yeah, and see, there's a spot where I said, just remind them, because Logan Gregory came shot out of a cannon there like we saw him doing in the first half. 
That is a big, big play for the Rebels, who haven't had many big plays here over the last 15 minutes. So it's going to be third down and seven. Elm Creek has two timeouts remaining. Arcadia Loop City has one. 4.40 to go, 22-18. to 18. Rebels, high formation. Hand it to Perez, hole off the right side. He's brought down by Kusick at the 19-yard line. It's going to be fourth down and three. That's a big tackle by Kusick there, Doug, because there was a lot of room. You're about fourth and four, fourth and three here. Love the spread set, that zero option again. And they send the play in. Can Arcadia Loop City get the stop? Fourth down and three. Elm Creek at the Rebel 19-yard line. Elm Creek down four. Four minutes to go in this state playoff opening round game. We picked a good one here tonight. Got to be careful for a big count here. McCarter turns. Counterplay. He keeps it. He's hit. He stretches. I don't think he got it. And I mean, it's by half a yard. Yeah. And Arcadia Loop City, are they even going to measure? The Rebel fans making noise. I think they're going to bring the chains out here. He needed three. McCarter got two. And they're bringing the chains out, just like Carney Towing Repair would do for you if you were stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. I love the play call. They showed it to the short side, pulled the guard off and to give the quarterback a lead coming out the back door. That was a really, really nice play call, and he's going to be about six inches short. Boy, it's not even the length of the football. Now Elm Creek has two timeouts remaining. There's 3.52 to go in this game. Arcadia Loop City has kind of been held in check here their last few possessions. If you're the Rebels, you've had so much success just running the ball. Kusick has 145 yards, but one touch here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, nobody touches that ball. Caden Kusick's touched it one time in the fourth quarter. He gets it every time here. Even if you've still got to make uh, them drive the field with short time, a punt doesn't kill you here. Caden Kusick could put this game away for you. So first and 10 at the 17. They'll be out of the I formation. Larchek, fullback, gets it right side. 20, drags a couple of defenders with him out to the 23. That's a big six-yard gain on first down for Jared Larchek. Yeah, you just come back to the old trappy trap. 73 yards in the game for Larchek, 145 for Kusick. Jones, his first two passes of the night were touchdown passes on a fourth and goal, a five-yarder, and then a 49-yard screen pass to Larchek. Kalnuski and Detlef's up front have run that trap beautiful tonight. Second out and four at the 23. Jones under center, taking as much time as he can. Out of the eye formation, he hasn't even come down yet. Now we're ready to go. Jones takes it, hands it to Larchek, straight up the middle. This time not as much, but he gets free, and he's down the left sideline. 30, 35, and they'll bring him down at the 40. Boy, I lost him in the middle. It looked like they had him stopped, but the next thing you know, it's 17 and a first down. And Claymont Company saved the touchdown. But this is also where you tell your back, don't try to do too much and have somebody come strip you. That is the first first down of the fourth quarter for Arcadia Loop City. It comes with exactly three minutes remaining in the game. They'll officially mark it at the Elm Creek 39-yard line, 22-18 Rebels. If they can win it, it's off to Hemingford. Now they're going back to that pistol with the single wing look. Jones. Waiting until that back judge gets the five-second count. And there is the count. 
Direct snap to Kusick. Student body right. Trying to get to the outside. Got to make sure he doesn't go out of bounds. And I think they shoved him out of bounds. And we've got a penalty flag right where he ran it. It looks like we're going to get a big holding, which would bring up first and 20. Yeah, and it's right at the line of scrimmage too, Doug. And it's that those are spot fouls. So the 11th penalty of the ball game for 73 yards here for Arcadia Loop City. We saw them two weeks ago turn it over seven times and win. Now they're trying to avoid the penalties and win this football game. 22 to 18. They've been outscored 18 to 8 in the second half. Yeah, when 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 Loop City's able to just go, Doug. I mean, they're really good and they are built for this. But it just so many weeks in a row, those mistakes start to add up. Glad to have you along with us here. Our state football coverage brought to you on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island, first and 20 at their own 30. Stay in the eye. Give it to Larchek up the middle. They try to strip that ball. He gets five to the 35-yard line, 220, and that's where Elm Creek is going to use one of their timeouts as we will see a second and 15 Coming up here for Arcadia Loop City, this timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Kearney. Today, someone's paying 30 to 50% less than you do for auto repair. That's because today that someone has their vehicle repaired at Country Boy Auto Service and Repair of Holdry. Country Boy Auto Service and Repair promises to beat any written local repair estimate. Not many do that, but Country Boy Service and Repair does, plus access seven days a week. Call them at 308-995-0119. 308-995-0119. Or Country Boy Auto Service and Repair on Facebook. You'll say, thank God my car. Country Boy. Other scores to bring you. It is Giltner and Overton 20-20 at the half. Mullen now leading Paxton 47-18 in the fourth quarter of play. Kennesaw leading Twin Loop at the half 40-6. Back to action here in Loop City. Second and 15, Arcadia Loop City at their own 35, leading at 22-18. Out of the pistol, they're going to throw the ball faking the backside screen, then floating it out here. It is complete, but a great job breaking the tackle, Larchek. 40, 30, 20, 15, back to the center of the field, and bringing him down at the 10-yard line is going to be Gage Claybaugh. Yeah, great play call there from the perspective of the way it was designed. You weren't going to be able to run that thing there, Doug. Chances are to get a first down. In that series, you were probably going to have to throw it to get a first down. They beat him with the screen Loop City does in the first half uh, for the big touchdown, and they just did it again. Nice play call there. 35 yards, and they'll mark him down right at the 10, so it is first and goal with 1.57 to go. Elm Creek with one timeout remaining. So they'll still run offense. You're not in a kneel-down situation. The clock runs with 1.50 now. Jones turns, gives it to Larchek, left side to the five. Excuse me, Kusick. Kusick breaks a tackle and into the end zone. Touchdown. That ran trap with him there. That's a great job. Looks like Loop City's going to go back out to Hemingford. You know, they went out there in 2012 and in the second round of the playoffs and put the beat down on Hemingford out there, Doug. So because of the two-point conversions, it's now a two-possession game with 139 remaining in the contest. They'll line up to go for two. And it's just a direct quarterback sneak with Kusick as the quarterback, and he will not get in. But at this point, it does not matter. 
A five-points bank touchdown, a 10-yard run by Caden Kusick. That's his second of the night. 1.39 to go in the game. It's now Arcadia Loop City 28, Elm Creek 18. We get up early to dice, simmer, fry, and mix. Nachos made from scratch with jalapenos, cilantro, and our homemade ranch dressing. Chicken ranch nachos in three flavors made fresh for our friends at Amigos. All right, let's go. Amigos Boneless Wings presents their starting snack backs. Number 16, garlic parmesan. Number 22, buffalo. Number 5, mango habanero. And number 81, sweet barbecue. And it's wings for the win at Amigos King's Club. This is Bob from B&B Carpet and Donovan. So you've been thinking of new flooring but have no idea what you want or need. Let me introduce you to our family with over 50 years combined experience. Russ, Mandy, Donna, and my son Josh. Please come in to see us at B&B and we will do our best to help you choose your new flooring. B&B Carpet and Donovan, where our customers say... That's where we always go. Now a game of inches. Elm Creek was stopped on fourth and three by about four inches. And Arcadia Loop City moves it down the field. And after a hold, they get a 35-yard pass play on second down and 15 on a backside screen where it looked like there was only one Elm Creek defensive back there. And it was actually a defensive lineman that ran over there and just slid off Larchuk, couldn't make the tackle. Now Larchick to boot it away, and he's going to hammer it into the end zone. He's full of adrenaline, well, that's and Elm the, Creek will have it at their own 15. That's the best when you can get that done, and you don't have to go cover the thing. Perez in the open field is re, or, uh, is really tough there, Doug. You don't want him to touch it there. The Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com to nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy, one girl winner will be listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Aiden Wheelock of Minden coming off another state championship at cross country. And Katie Linder from Pleasanton are the reigning athletes of the month. Elm Creek's going to need some magic. McCarter swings it out here to Miner. Miner breaks a tackle. The defender fell down, crosses the 25, and gets out of bounds. That was just a perfect little sit-down right there, and he goes all the way out to the 28-yard line, a game of 13. Yeah, just throw it behind or in front of the coverage there. As it's going to be playing off. You can get out of bounds. You can do that a few times. 134. So very efficient on a play that took about five seconds. And now Arcadia Loop City is going to use their final timeout. That makes sense. Make sure you have it right. So we've got the 10-point lead. They don't want to give up something quick. Let's run down to scoreboard in D1. Finals, Hemingford, who plays the winner of this game, down to Rappahoe, 60-14. Nebraska Christian over Ainsworth, 76-40. Creighton over Southern, 82-28. Wisner Pilger beats Lord Central Catholic, 42-6. Osceola High Plains has upset Bruning Davenport Shickley tonight, 34-22. In the fourth quarter... Sutherland has come all the way back to lead Amherst 40 to 34. It is Fullerton 34 to 20 over Laurel Concord. At halftime, North Central leads Neely Oakdale 42 to 26. South Loop leading Ansley Litchfield 32 to nothing. Third quarter, Guardian Angels over Thayer Central 48 to nothing, and Exeter Milligan Friend leading East Butler 36 to 12. Cambridge leads Dundee County. Excuse me, it's 16-15. Dundee County Stratton in the second quarter. Happens every year, Doug. 
York went and did it. Scott's bluff one year. McCarter back to pass, rolling. Nobody open. He's going to have to run, and he got to the 30. Stays in bounds for an extra yard, and then gets knocked out at the 30. Oh, they're going to run the clock. Yeah, there you go. Now they're going to run the clock at the 32. McCarter could have just stepped out, and Elm Creek going to have to use their final timeout. Yeah, step out. That doesn't make any sense. You're down two scores. Trying to make the home run. McCarter wanted to throw it down the field. Scrambles. He's going to pick up four on the play. There, Xavier Perez will learn there, though, Doug. Just a sophomore. He just stood there. He needs to release. If you've got a route coming back to the quarterback in a scramble drill, you take off and go the other way. If you had a deep route, you come back to him in that scramble drill. Let's take a look at some other scores uh, going on. Second quarter, Lutheran High Northeast leading Elmwood Murdoch 16-8. Howells Dodge over Cross County 24-6. In D2 finals, Garden County over Medicine Valley 50-8. Clearwater Orchard beat Brady 54-20. Lawrence Nelson knocks off Juanita Palisade 38-8. Fall City Sacred Heart over Why Not 42-0. Bloomfield beat Meridian. 38-14, Osmond over Diller Odell, 40-30. Johnson Brock blasted Pender, 82-3. Uh, Sandhill Stedford has beaten Bertrand, 48-26. In the fourth quarter, Mullen leads Paxton, 47-18. At the half, Overton and Giltner are tied at 20. On the breeze, 94.5. Second down and six yards to go. Elm Creek down by 10. McCarter back to pass. Just a two-man rush. Decides to tuck it up and run. He got tackled from behind. Ozentoski went and got him at the 35-yard line. They're going to pick up about three on the play. It'll be third down and four. Yeah, that was a really nice play by Ozentoski. Nobody was going to score, but he was going to run for a while. A minute to go. 28-18 Arcadia Loop City. McCarter looking, looking, looking. Now over the middle. He's got his man open and off the fingertips of Blake Engenberger. They ran two fly patterns down the Elm Creek sideline, and Eggenberger just didn't release maybe quick enough, and he was open. They just didn't connect, and now it's down to the final play. Fourth down. Yeah, there are two guys in the route. I mean, that's tough. Eggenberger hauled in that 47-yard halfback pass earlier in the ballgame. 50 seconds remaining. Fourth and three. Elm Creek at their own 35. They trail 28-18. to 18. You never know, but they need something here to keep this drive alive. Elm Creek has one timeout remaining. Perez in the slot to the left. Trey Miner wide left. McCarner takes the snap. Looks left. Pump fake. Going to throw underneath. There's Engenberger, and he dropped it, and that'll do it. They had everybody's eyes on the deep guys again. Miner got way down the field here, Larry. Yeah. He's all the way down at the 15-yard line. And Engenberger couldn't haul that one in, and Arcadia Loop City is headed to Hemingford. Yep. They went out there in 2012, I believe it was, and just put the smack down on them on Hemingford. Coming up, the New West postgame show. And right here in the playoffs, nothing better than able to get in there and take that victory formation, which they'll take the kneel down. Yep, and that's going to do it. I, I, again, like I said, uh, this, what a great football game tonight by both sides, that's for sure. But if Loop City cleans it up, Doug, they're just going to be tough to beat. Well, Elm Creek just got off to a slow start tonight. Uh, as we said, had they not, Arcadia Loop City not fumbled it into the end zone right before half, this game might have been over by now. 
Luke no City went out to Hemingford, as you said, in 2012, the last time that they were in the playoffs. Then they had the co-op, of course, last year, and now an eight-man. The final seconds tick off the clock, and Arcadia Loop City able to hold on, coming away with a 28-18 victory tonight over Elm Creek. Elm Creek down 22-18, fourth and three at the 19-yard line of Arcadia Loop City and just got shoestring tackled a quarter of a yard short of keeping that drive alive. Yeah, and Doug, they probably score on that drive if they get that first down. They had Loop City completely on the ropes. Loop City got went kind of bazooki in their play calling in that fourth quarter, kind of left their body, and <laughs> that caused some problems. Really excited for Elm Creek in how they played and what they did, the way they competed. Definitely a game football team, that's for sure. Loop City's got to clean up the mistakes. If they don't, you know, they're going to play another week or so, and that's about it. If they clean the mistakes up, they can give somebody like Burwell or South Loop an issue. Well, they've already given Burwell an yes. issue. They yes. know that. They lost to Burwell 21-12 to three weeks ago just when they were starting to get healthy again. So right. we'll see what the story is with uh, Drew Lewandowski. And uh, he got injured in this football game, and we'll see if he's going to be able to come back uh, with a shoulder injury. Yeah, it's, it sounds like it's his collarbone, his brother came up and uh, visited with me. Of course, uh, Brady played football for me uh, here. He was a fantastic football player for Loop City back when Nick and I were here. And He's a great guy. Oh, my God, he's a great kid. And I'm just going to tell you something real quick. I mean, they got a gun held to your head. You get a first down or not, and it's six inches. He's your lead blocker because he will inviscerate whoever is in front of him. I'm just telling you, Brady's a good dude, and that's, of course, his brother. And he did come up and tell me it sounds like collarbone. They don't think it's broken. Well, that's good. Hopefully he'll be able to come back as Arcadia Loop City able to hang on and put it away. 28-18, to 18, Elm Creek. It's a pretty good team to be 3-6. Three, three in a row now for Loop City Arcadia. They are 5-4, and four, and we'll head to Hemingford on Halloween. And I'm sure you'll get an afternoon game out there. Uh, we will find out maybe more uh, tomorrow, obviously, to let you know. We'll take a break and be back with the final stats and a whole lot more on the New West Post Game Show after this. Gary Michaels Clothiers is celebrating, celebrating 35 years of business in Hastings and five years in downtown Kearney. Celebrating you, our terrific customers who have made us so successful. Take 35% off all in-stock suits and sport coats, 25% off all men's and ladies' clothing, an additional 20% off all clearance clothing and shoes, door prizes for a new suit, Brighton purse, and so much more. Come celebrate at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Your friendly Friesen Ford in Aurora is your destination for sales, service, and parts. Friesen Ford has the vehicle you want right on their lot with a wide variety of vehicles to choose from in their friendly sales staff to assist you in a low-pressure environment. Come experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today in their state-of-the-art facility located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off of I-80 in Aurora, or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Do you need transmission repair on your four-wheel drive truck or SUV? How about your two-wheel drive or front-wheel drive vehicle for work or school? Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. Over the years, TBK Transmissions has repaired thousands of four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, and transfer cases, foreign or domestic. Put your trust in TBK. The only way is TBK. 2520 Avenue Q or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way. 
Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. The final score here tonight, Arcadia Loop City 28 and Elm Creek 18. Before we give you the final stats, Larry, what changed in the second half? One of the things I thought was Karsten McCarter got a little more involved. He ran the ball a little bit more. Some of that was in scramble mode, uh, but they were able to just uh, change what they did offensively from the look and and have a little more success in the second half. In in the opening drive, what made that opening drive go, Doug, is they got in in, in the gun with one back, and they were running zeer, which is like inverted veer or read option. So it's a front side... DN Reed or a backside DN Reed, and Loop City and Space struggled with that. They they just weren't going to stop it, and uh, consistently they completely went away from it after that first drive. And right at the end of the half, Elm Creek comes back to that. And I said then, if they'll commit to that in the second half, they've got a chance to to get it going. That's exactly what they did. They committed to that, kept all their drives alive. Then they were able to set up the shock play where they ran the halfback toss for a touchdown. They clawed their way back in the thing, uh, Doug, to a spot where they believed Loop City, the air went out of the room, and Loop City was a real struggle. So offensively for Elm Creek, it was a matter of they, they got committed to what was working, getting Loop City in space, and uh, that was solid. And, and, and then the other real piece that helped Elm Creek's offense is Loop City's offense completely disappeared. And what they had done so well disappear. You know, I mean, when, when you get down to there's three minutes left in the game and Caden Kusick has one carry in the fourth quarter. So, so I, I felt like that's what really changed for Elm Creek's offense. Part of it had to do with Loop City's offense disappearing. When we are done with the uh, New West postgame show, we will send it over to Overton. Caleb Henry, Trent Ockengay bringing you Giltner Overton, the second half, just beginning on the Breeze 94.5. We'll also have it here on Power 99. They're tied at 20. Then after our football tonight, the Rivals and Red Scoreboard show Jeff Babel and crew with all the Class D scores from across the state, highlights of our radio games, and, of course, we'll also be bringing you uh, previews of tomorrow's 11-man and 6-man playoffs. We've got the final stats, and we'll give them to you right after this. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Look Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engine, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 
You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Well, two weeks in a row, Arcadia Loop City leaves their home field with a victory over Elm Creek, and this is a look at the final stats of the New West postgame show. First off, for Elm Creek, Xavier Perez, 21 carries, 91 yards. Hans Robbins, 5 carries, 17 yards in the football game uh, here tonight for those young men. And also tonight in the football game, Karsten McCarter, 13 carries, 90 yards and one rushing touchdown. So on the ground, 39 rushes, 198 yards in the game for Elm Creek. Through the air, Karsten McCarter in the first half was 2 of 7 with a pick for 13 yards. He was 3 of 6 with a pick and a touchdown in the second half for 58 yards. In the ball game, 5 of 13, 2 interceptions, 1 touchdown, 71 yards. And then you had Xavier Perez with a 47-yard Touchdown for a halfback pass. So 118 through the air, 198 on the ground, 316 yards of total offense, and uh, 231 of that came in the second half. 15 first downs, 11 of those were in the second half. They didn't punt in the second half, Larry. All four were in the first half where they averaged about 34 yards. They had two turnovers. Both were interceptions and just three penalties in the ball game for 20 yards. Yeah, that's absolutely incredible. You talk about that turnaround because – I mean, it was smothering, Loop City was, in that first half. And by the time that second half rolls around, I mean, it was just go, go, go. And I, I really believe it. If Elm Creek gets that first down, they score on that drive. Now let's, ta- let's take a look at Arcadia Loop City's numbers. Caden Kusick, 29 carries, 155 yards and two touchdowns. Jared Larchick, 12 carries, 96 yards. Preston Rogers, four carries, zero. Jaden Jones, two carries for negative four. 47 rushing attempts for 247 yards. For Jones in the first half, he was six of eight, no interceptions, two touchdowns and 88 yards. In the second half, two of three, no picks, no touchdowns, 43 yards, eight of 11, two touchdowns, no interceptions, 131 yards through the air, 247 on the ground, 378 total yards, but only 149 in the second half. 16 first downs for Arcadia Loop City. They punted it five times, got a little bit better there in the second uh, couple of punts uh, from their punter, Larchick, and he ended up with uh, an average of about 30 yards. Two turnovers, 11 penalties, though, and a lot of false starts in the game tonight, but 73 yards in penalties for Arcadia Loop City. Let's take a look at our... Scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. The ball game started with Elm Creek getting the ball, and they moved the ball down the field. Larry is pretty impressive. They moved it right down the field, but had a five-yard illegal procedure penalty that put them in second and long, and they decided to throw the football. And uh, Karsten had a good game tonight, but 
Both times uh, he was picked, he threw into double coverage. And uh, the interception by Drew Lewandowski, who later would have to leave the game with a, a shoulder collarbone injury. And they were able to march at 55 yards. And on fourth and goal, Jaden Jones hit Tucker Quinn on a five-yard touchdown pass. The two-point run was no good. 2:03 to go first quarter, 6 to nothing. Then the next time they got the football, a 49-yard screen pass from Jones to Lurchick on third down and six. Then Jones hit Quinn on the two-point conversion, 10-33 to go second quarter. It's 14 to nothing. They were going into the end zone again with less than a minute to go in the second quarter, but they fumbled the ball after a completed pass trying to lean for the end zone. The ball fell out of the hands, and it was covered there by Kobe Smith for Elm Creek, and that made the score at half 14 to nothing. Elm Creek did get the ball uh, after stopping Arcadia Loop City to start that uh, second half of play, and they marched at 58 yards and a one-yard run by McCarter off a quarterback sneak. The two-point conversion no good, 14-6, to 8.30 to go third quarter. And then answering right back, the Rebels marched at 35 yards after a short kick was taken right out of the air and returned to the 35-yard line. They were able to take it in on a three-yard Caden Cusick run. Cusick had the two-point conversion, 6.02 to go in the third quarter, and that made it 22-6. As Elm Creek is marching it down the field again, Preston Rogers steps in front and picks off the Karsten McCarter pass at the Rebels' 17-yard line, and uh, they exchanged the ball uh, each time one more time before. McCarter hooked up with Minor Perez, was able to cover the Arcadia Loop City fumble at the Rebel 28-yard line. They had dropped the snap, and it got kicked, and it fell right into Perez's hands, and they were able to uh, get that 21-yard touchdown pass from McCarter to Minor. The two-point conversion was no good. That cut it to 22-18 with 9.03 to go in the game. Elm Creek got the ball back. They moved it to the 19-yard line where they faced fourth down and three with just over two minutes to go in the game. McCarter, you can describe the play, Larry. Uh, ran, ran a little counter boot and just got tripped up a quarter of a yard short of the first down. Yeah, it was a great play call. They ran all the motion off to the right side or all the play, but the right guard pulled back around, so it was just like you'd be a naked boot, but they sent the guard in through the hole, and it was a great play, and it was a diving play by the linebacker, and he just swiped his foot. McCarter's foot, McCarter literally comes up six inches short. And then a big 35-yard pass play to Larchick, set up first and goal at the 10. Kusick took it in, and that completed the 63-yard drive and was the final scoring of the game with 139 to go. Final score, Arcadia Loop City 28 and Elm Creek 18. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent. We'll be back to wrap it up right after this on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney, Loop City, Pleasanton. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center have physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Drs. Conley, Johnson, and Owen at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they're where you are with five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Providing the highest quality care to everyone, ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center specializing in you. 
Again, two more radio games for you tonight. Kennesaw's leading Twin Loop 48-6 third quarter on 1230 AM KHAS. We're going to be joining the Giltner-Overton game tied at 30, or excuse me, tied at 20 in the third quarter. And for Arcadia Loop City, they will be headed to Hemingford for the state second round uh, next week. Burwell now leads Palmer at the half 50-12. Sutherland came all the way back to beat Amherst tonight 40-34. That's going to be a long trip home for Amherst. They were up three scores after falling behind early, and uh, Amherst couldn't hold on uh, tonight. So Sutherland going to get Burwell in the next round. Yeah, uh... And I know nothing about Sutherland, but I've seen Amherst, and that's kind of rough. You know, uh, we had that happen to us last week at Broken Bow. You get a lead late in the game, you feel like you should be able to hang on. You know, you were good enough to get there in football, and you feel like you should be able to hang on. Hemingford beat Arapahoe 60-14. to Nebraska Christian beat Ainsworth 76-40 to in the fourth quarter. North Central leads Neely Oakdale 52-26 to in the third. South Loop leads Ansley Litchfield 38 to nothing. A late kick out west, but Cambridge trails Dundee County Stratton in the second quarter 22-15. to In the east, Creighton beats Southern 82-28. to Wisner Pilger over Lord Central Catholic 42-6. to The big upset of the night. Osceola High Plains beats the D2 defending state champion Bruning Davenport Shickley 34-22. to In the fourth, Fullerton leads Laurel Concord, but it's now tied. They just scored. They're tied at 34, so Laurel has come back to tie Fullerton. Exeter Milligan Friend leads East Butler 44-18 in the fourth. In the third, Guardian Angels over Thayer Central 48 to nothing. Howells Dodge leads Cross County 32-6. And Lutheran High at last check still leading Elmwood Murdoch. Over in D2 in the West, Mullen has beaten Paxton 47-18. They'll get Garden County, a 50-8 winner over Medicine Valley. Sandhill Stedford beat Bertrand 48-26. They'll get the winner of the Overton-Giltner game tied at 20 in the third quarter. Clearwater Orchard beat Brady 54-20. Lawrence Nelson over Juanita Palisade 38-8. In the third quarter, Kennesaw leads Twin Loop 48-6 at half. Riverside blowing out Central Valley. 40 to nothing in the East Finals. Fall City Sacred Heart over Wynot, 42 to nothing. Bloomfield over Meridian, 38 to 14. Osmond over Diller Odell, 40 to 30. Johnson Brock over Pender, 82 to 3. In the fourth quarter, Hardington Newscastle leads Clarkson Lee, 62 to 34. And at half, Humphrey St. Francis over Wausau, 46 to 6. Randolph over Plainview, 18 to nothing. And Allen leads Emerson Hubbard, 34 14. Tomorrow here on Power 99, Sutton will be hosting Battle Creek. These games are at 7 o'clock. Kearney High is at Bellevue West on ESPN 1460. On ESPN 1550 tomorrow, Adams Central takes on Central City. Hastings at McCook on 1230 AM KHAS. The Breeze 94.5. It'll be St. Cecilia at St. Paul. And we've got an early game tomorrow, SEM out at Hyannis, 3 o'clock on ESPN 1460. Larry, final thoughts. It was a great football game tonight. I mean, you talk about the night as a whole, Burning Davenport Shickley going down, Doug. That's a big ramification deal. That that there's I mean, there's a lot of people that thought they were good enough to repeat as state champions, and they're gone in the first round. A deal like that changes the bracket so dramatically. All right. Well, should be some good football tomorrow, and we'll get all the pairings and uh, determine what second round games we have. And uh, hopefully we'll be tracking down a Loop City Arcadia out at Hemingford among those because 
you have to guarantee that that's going to be an afternoon contest. Again, the final score here, 28-18. Arcadia Loop City holds off Elm Creek. This has been the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Thanks to all of our fine sponsors, including our presenting sponsors, Mary Lanning Healthcare, Husker Power Products, and Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Stay tuned. We'll join Giltner and Overton coming up in just a moment here on Power 99. For the last 110 years, Aurora Cooperative has believed that by joining together, farmers can accomplish things they cannot accomplish alone. We know it hasn't been an easy year, but together we have worked hard to make the most of each situation for your farm or ranch. We know that our success shows up in your bushels per acre and rates of gain, but it really becomes reality because of our understanding for your farm. It is measured in your trust in us at Aurora Cooperative. We thank you for your trust and wish everyone a safe and bountiful harvest season. Tougher together, Aurora and you. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.